And we're back. Mm, yeah, we're back again. Doc is, Doc is really excited because I got some new boom mic stands for him to just chill back. And I know. I'm just sitting back, enjoying myself. He doesn't have to Cracking be open my bitch beer. Sit all uncomfortably. As I look at him, just chilling in the back, like, oh, that must be nice, asshole. Yeah, bro. So, oh, uh, you know what? Now that I, oh, I can yeah. actually. Oh, this is nice right here. Yeah. Because you can put the different. Uh, I can fuck with your gain now because I don't need your gain to be so high. Wait, why? Because you, you can bring it to your face now. It was pretty much on my face last time. Yeah, but you would often sit back and you can bring it to you as you sit back. What's because it was uh, like it hurt my back. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I don't need your gain up all the way. You can just bring it to your face. I'll, we can bring some things to my face. Yeah. Hashtag I'm eating the pe- Navy taught me. I'm eating pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did bring towels down here. Look, right there. I never told you I was a squirter. What did we bring towels for? What? What? Hey, man. Um, DMX died today. What? Yeah. Don't, don't depress me like this, okay? And I'm not even kidding. He had a heart attack over the weekend and, don't, this and is, was, this was on is, life support and was brain dead. This is supposed to be like depressing gaming um, news, you know, like with his depressing pass- music you know, news. With his passing, like, who's going to give it to us now? I'm done with you. <laughs> I okay. Where's, you really didn't now, know. Now where? Now where's the hood at? I don't know, man. X can't show it to us anymore. It's, it's give it to you. You can't give it to us. I'm disappointed in you already. I already. I know what it is. Well, he's not showing. He's giving it to you. He can't give us the hood anymore. So you really didn't know he died. No, I've been at work all day dealing with. Fucking the VA. You didn't and know over the weekend about what happened to him? I hate my life. He fucking week- OD'd. It's been... He overdosed over whole... the weekend and had a heart attack. Over last weekend? Yeah. And you're just telling me today? You ain't texting me fucking and be knew. like, hey, man, did you hear about DMS? Dude, I figured you knew. You really didn't know. Trust but verify, sir. Man, I'm sorry. I should have told you. Yeah. Yeah, you should have. I didn't think it would matter. I'm just going to drown my... Musical sorrows and these watermelon punch Jack Daniels. <laughs> are those the new topics? These are the new topics. Yes, these ones. I'm really. By the way, I want to start this off with some of you regiment guys. I love you guys. I really do. I'm I fucking appreci- disappointed in every I single appreciate, one of you. Yep, I appreciate you all for you know the support and the love. However, I am disappointed in your lack of participation. Gator, uh, you got the shout out last week. However, this week you're getting the call out because. Uh, I know that you were listening specifically. Well, here's the and thing. And yeah, man. I ain't get a story from you. I'm disappointed, sir. You might not have too many crazy stories. You never know. But the thing is, is like how many thousands of people are in regiment? 1,700. We literally just hit 1,700. Exactly. So we have 1,700 people in regiment. Pretty sure this was literally like 10 minutes before we went live. I saw that from Honorash that we we got 1,700. Is my, am I good right now? I, I feel like the, the waves are really small. You sound good on my end. I can turn you up a little bit. I don't know. It's, it's a visual thing. We, I've been fighting this in my mind since the first podcast we did. Dude, I've told you so many times. Trust me. Don't yeah, no, look. At, don't get wrapped around the axles. I, I know. This. I know. I know. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna start off with a little bit of regiment news. Nothing too major, but uh, all you COD Mobile fans out there, uh, the like all seven of you guys, <laughs> <laughs> we've got an official regiment clan on. COD Mobile now, so kind of like how we have it on regular COD. If you're on COD Mobile, it's 
officially launched. It's called Regiment GG, pretty much like everything else that we have. Um, we also have a Clash of Clans clan that's been established, and we are also looking for someone to take charge of that shit that plays it frequently. I've personally never Wasn't played it. Wasn't somebody saying in like one of the last... Uh... The last community meeting that we had back of like in January or, or December, someone was saying that he had a classical or was it League of Legends? It might have been League of Legends. I feel like League of Legends sounds more familiar. But he was uh, saying that he's heavy into that and um, could potentially have like. Uh, some I think it might have been Smite. He might be Smite because I know I know if you guys are super into Smite, like yeah. Mind Killer. Mind Killer plays the fuck out of Smite. Why? It's a fun game. Have you never played Smite? No. Well, that's the problem. Have you ever played League of Legends? No. Yeah, I haven't either, honestly. But everyone says it's like a uh, more, I don't know how to put it. It's kind of like League of, League of Legends, but it's more third person, I guess, apparently. Okay. I don't, I don't know. how. I've, if I played League of Legends, I could I could equate it a little bit better. But every, like everyone says that it's like League of Legends. There's a guy I went to basic and AIT with that literally blew his whole paycheck on League of Legends. That's insane. And had to tell us he did he likes would spend hundreds of dollars like his whole paycheck one day. Call his bank, get his money back. He did it again the next pay period. I look at Smite as as like a a weird <clears throat> fighting game, kinda like Call of Duty. And there's a lot of strategy to it. And but it's really <clears throat> a bunch of different guys. That was good. That was a good one. I'll give it a six. It was a little airy, so you can get a six. What did you want to come out of me? Um, what, define airy. Like, what is an airy burp versus a normal burp? A good it just, burp. It's not. It's like, it sounds like winds passing through it. I gotta stop it sniffing. Super strong. I noticed all your sniffs. I sniff a <laughs> lot. I don't know what it is. I really don't know. It's almost like I feel like I got a stuffy nose all the time. <laughs> See that was that was powerful. That was a good one. I'll give that. One. I didn't even try. That one was that was like a Nickelodeon one. Uh, it was. It really was kind of like a Nickelodeon and one. Then you had to like just have that little bitch one kind of come out right there at the end. Like we didn't. Like we didn't just see that. I almost want to get more fucking pizza. This pizza's not. Well, bad. you have a whole box upstairs. So yeah, no. Do you want some? So I'm not eating I'm, all of it. I'm. Got, I got beer. I got fucking. I got. Uh, Stop calling that beer. I'm. Just, That's beer. not fucking beer. Don't. Don't disrespect. Does it, do you call Mike's Hard Lemonade beer? Uh, it's a bitch beer, yeah. It's not even beer. That's not fucking beer. That's basically a bottled up cocktail. Actually, it is a cocktail. It says country cocktail on it. <laughs> okay, my point still stands. Stop calling that shit is, beer. It's a malt. I'm sorry, but beverage ja- watermelon punch I'm, isn't a fucking beer. I'm sorry that I'm beer. putting. I'm putting. Uh, better connotation. You want me to? to you want me to show you a beer? Beers I got Guinness upstairs. That's beer. Like ass to you. And then people are like, "This is good. I like drinking piss." Not all. Uh, you're you're thinking about IPAs. IPAs taste like piss. All beers taste the same. Nah, thing. nah, homie. Nah, some are son. some are slightly less bitter. Some are more bitter. Nah. It's all the same to me. No, it's not. I hate beer. All beer. I cannot taste. I can't tell you any beer that's. I can specifically be like, I know this one, the taste of this one. They all taste like ass to me. Yeah. What what beers are you drinking? I've tried so many beers. Are you talking about like the big brands like Bud, Miller, Coors? In this current situation, yes. But I've tried local ones wherever I've been. 
Because my friends are like, oh, no, you got to try the local one, man. It's so much different. I'm like, it tastes just as pissy as the other ones. No, they don't. IPAs taste pissy. I will say that. Super hoppy. It almost tastes like you're drinking your fucking lawn clippings. I don't know why some of you weirdos like it. I'll never understand why people like IPAs because they just taste like straight up cock. I don't know what that tastes like. I'm going to uh, put no, that out don't there. Lie. Don't lie. Don't, don't lie. Hey, man. Um, what else with your regiment news? Uh, that's pretty much it. Um I'm gonna give you guys a preview of uh, my my host story that's coming in the you know Doc's host story session now that has apparently become a thing. <laughs> it's we need to get together for real outside of a podcasting so that we can just just wingman it. Wingman me. Well, I mean, I can wingman you, but you can't really wingman me because that's fine. You can my, be, you can self sustain yourself. I'm, I'm pretty sure my girlfriend might kill me. She might definitely kill. I can you. let her know that like, hey, I'm gonna go wingman for him, so she's not like super upset. If I'm trying to, you know, be get. nice to another female to try to get you laid. <laughs> but uh, the, Here's the, the thing. title of this host story is uh, You Have Gorgeous Eyes. Is this coming from you or her? I guess you'll have to wait and see. Bet. Yep. Yeah, you got you one more now, huh? So once again, guys, for we're in another week of like... You didn't pull up the stories, did you? Nope. This motherfucker... All right, so while uh, while he's pulling up these stories because he's an unprepared fuck over here, this was a very dry week. Also, like, army, I'm telling you, the spring the does it. The spring just unprepared. The spring is just quiet, and I don't understand why. Oh, well, one of the things you can add to that. I mean, this I isn't spring. This is construction. What are you talking about? The Midwest has two seasons: winter and construction. Yeah. Okay. I literally came on the highway. I'm like, this wasn't here. But about I a say week spring, and a half ago. I, dude. There are so many roads in my town that are closed that I, when I went to go get a haircut and they're all closed and they're closed in one direction, not both directions. So I could go get a haircut. <laughs> I just can't, I don't know how getting I'm back. back. Like, cause I literally just go on, like I turn right out of my neighborhood, go to that street at the intersection at the light, turn right and just go straight for like 15 minutes. And I met my fucking barber getting back is the roads closed coming back this way through center of Kenosha. Sounds so I got to turn off and then the way that I normally take which none of you guys are going to know what I'm talking about. The way that I normally take for when that road's closed, that one is also closed. So I'm like I'm literally zigzagging in between like I'm, I'm going up the block, going left or right going up the block going left or right and then going up the block and just fucking zigzagging through are you, neighborhoods. Are you actually like using GPS or are you just trying to figure the fuck out? I know my way around Kenosha. Okay. That's the thing. It's like the only thing that I don't know is what roads are fucking closed for construction. Oh, because what GPS knows. The GPS no. The GPS doesn't know that it's closed. Waze does. The GPS knows that there's construction. I mean, Google has been a lot like Waze lately. That's because um, I don't I know think why they own Waze actually. So th- it'll say that there's construction ahead, but it won't tell you. It, but the road's not fully closed. It's just closed in a certain direction. Waze will not take you down. If it like if it's closed, it'll because it's updated by people in real time. Right. So Google has been getting that way too with certain things. Because I know that now it makes the, you losing pay. out the ways. Now it makes you fucking pay. So like if you want to report like a a speed trap, you have to wait like fifteen to twenty minutes before you can report another speed trap. Otherwise, you have to pay money. That's kind of uh, and that's, I'm like that's like the Google that's like Google's. Uh, what is it? They're they're packed, I guess, with the police because they're the police want them that wanted them to originally stop because they're like hey, that's kind of how they make their fucking money. 
I know. It's such a fucking like, joke. You guys can't do that. We're like, no, no, you can l- actually tell people if there's a cop over you there. You can't tell people that they're, that I'm here taking radar. Like, preventing crimes. Not? There's no evidence to suggest any of that. But oh, I, I digress. So this? while you're um, looking these up like an unprepared fuck over here, I'll read them off this time. Look at me. I'm progressing over here. So the first topic that we got, we're going to have some some exciting stuff for you guys. Reports slash rumors of the next Kojima. Is that right? Kojima? Yeah. Kojima? Hideo Kojima, the guy that made uh, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. Um, Silent Hill, all that shit. Yeah. He also made um, Death Stranding. Uh, they're actually like a sub-company I was looking up to. The, Ko- Kojima or yeah, Microsoft? Kojima. They're, they're the subsidiary of a larger company. But... Uh, the next game could be published by Microsoft and Xbox. And I'm already disappointed enough by Microsoft right now. I'm really hoping that Discord deal doesn't fall through. But we also got some Outriders, which is out today. If you guys watched the stream for Brock over here, he was playing out Outriders today. I'll give a little well, bit of first impressions along with Eventually, this he, he was playing it. It, it. it took him a minute, which is fun to watch. Oh, dude. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> so... Heavily outperforms Avengers on its opening weekend, despite server issues that uh, I witnessed because it was frustrating you to get into a lobby, but it was enjoying for me. I think there might be a reason for why it took me so long to get on. There was a patch that rolled out today. You And you were trying to get in, and basically you were... I think I might have been jumping in when they were rolling out the new patch. Could have been. Next, we got some... The country of Brazil, which I, I think we should fucking follow along suit, opens processes to ban loot boxes and make them illegal. I support it. There's also four other countries that have laws against loot boxes. We'll get into that. Hang on. I'm literally... Speaking of loot boxes, they've officially been directly linked to gambling addiction. Shocker, right? Uh, problematic gambling. I should have reworded that. It's the same thing. Yeah. What's the difference between gambling and problematic? It's just one's more often than the other. Hang on a second. It's the same with anything in life. Oh, it's that. only a problem. I, have to, I really didn't even have to fucking finish truly typing that. Affecting your what I call your oils. And this is this reports on the BBC News. Big black cock. No, dude, the British one. Oh, the British black cock. Yep, the British black cock. All right. What's, All right. What's... Anyways, um, so if you want to see some more British black cocks, they might be over at E3 2021 that you can uh, get in for free now because of after all the backlash that's been going on about it. Oh, yeah. The talks that they were trying to do before that um, is pretty awesome. It's <laughs> it really it's really upsetting. Hang on a second. Not so much anymore. But hang on a second. What, do you, what am I hanging on for? man over here typing and I'm reading shit. Sony rejected Days Gone 2 pitch and is looking to remake The Last of Us again. Because apparently the last one was a a remaster, right? The first one? Um I feel like that's the same thing. To me, it's it's like the oh, the last of there's our. There's more to it than just that. It's it's the last of our ideas, pretty much, is what I'm hearing. Hang on. So I just when I pulled up the article, they're remaking it for PlayStation Five. Well, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. What was the, days days gone? 
Days Gone 2. Uh, and there's one that I, I've found that I looked up, which is pretty badass. Lenovo created a new gaming phone called Legion 2, and it basically makes a controller, makes the phone a controller for the game that you're playing. Like, think about, like, a Switch. Wait a second. So this turn, it makes a phone that turns into a controller? No, it's got features on the phone that mimic buttons that are on a controller. So it's like when you're playing a game, there's... there's This? Correct. That's pretty cool looking. What, is the, what the fuck is this? And they've got... There's a little fan into I can't wait to get into this one because this was pretty badass. Is that what this is? That's a fan? Yeah. What it's the got fuck a, is it's this? Got a, it's got a cooling fan because it, it's made to play like legit fucking badass games on I'm, a phone. Wait, so this is like a phone? Yeah, it's a phone. It's a legitimate... But it's made for, telephone. for games. Correct. Correct. So it's like your smartphone, and th- I mean, think about the games you can get in the app store. That's actually pretty dope. Well, I can't wait to talk about that one. So it's what's, like, the, what's next? Uh, that's pretty much it. Then it's gonna be uh, Doc's host stories. So you get to find out what your gorgeous eyes is. I was about to Google Doc's host stories, <laughs> like a complete fucking moron. <laughs> you, I mean, you you might find something. <laughs> I might. Let me pause this real quick because I'm I I really want. I don't know. I was. Very, I'm actually very surprised. This is some cheap ass pizza, and it tastes pretty fucking good. Only thing is, it's kind of shredding the top of my mouth like Captain Crunch. And well, uh, I mean, pizza. Don't pause yet because I got this. Is a very important pizza is like sex. I feel like I've said this before, but pizza is like sex. If it's bad, I mean, you're probably still gonna finish the pizza. You're just not gonna go back to where you got that pizza from. We did. You did say that because yeah. we had pizza on the. First if you episode. have bad sex, you're still gonna finish it. I will say, if I go upstairs, and my dog has gotten into it. I'm probably not gonna have a dog anymore at the end. Of the <laughs> you might hear me fucking blow his brains out. I'll be down here. Then we'll finish this episode, and then I'll clean it up tonight. <laughs> what happened? Your What happened to Todd? He fucking ran away, man. I don't know what happened. Is he chipped? Yeah, he's chipped. But you can't like search his chip. It's not like a GPS chip. I don't. Under, I don't even understand the chip stuff. Um. So basically, if uh, if a stray dog is found, and there's then they're chipped, they can scan for the chip, and they can read. They can scan the chip itself, and it tells you the the owner that's registered to that chip. What if they're doing that with the the COVID vaccine? That would be a very <laughs> big fucking chip. This is the thing, I. Here's what I, my whole take on that COVID vaccine. Everyone's like, they're going to microchip us. I'm like, I I don't think so. And the reason why is because... It's because the vaccine is not mandatory, for one. Um, Even for me, it's not They're mandatory. trying to make it mandatory to like yeah. to travel, to fucking go to concerts, to go to anywhere and do shit in public areas. I know. I can foresee that And then happening. carry your COVID paperwork like... Like there was an the government is here that. to help you. Okay, where are your papers? Like, is this the yeah. fucking Berlin Wall? I mean, what I've are actually we doing? read something that was that was kind of talking about that a while back, and it's crazy that it's it's kind of coming into fruition. Oh, kind of like how Biden's executive order to fucking ban guns, and now the ATF dir- deputy director is the guy in charge of the Waco incident. Who is also an anti-gun advocate? I don't know any of this because I don't watch the news. Cause... Yeah, this is a time where you probably should start because I guarantee I you, civil to. war is on on the horizon. I, really, we, I mean, honestly, we've, I've been we've been saying that for a long time. Personally, it's a lot closer than you think. I, 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 I here's the thing: I don't like to talk politics. 
But all I will say is it's a pretty fucking scary thought that the dude that was responsible for the fucking Waco fiasco is now the deputy director of the ATF. The people who are here to take your guns. Now he's the deputy director of the ATF. I don't know if I might be wrong with this. Hang on. He, he, I will say maybe I don't know for sure if he was responsible for the Waco fiasco. But I will say there is a photo of him standing in the rubble of the burned ashes and of the fucking compound in Waco, which, by the way, killed 75 women and children. <laughs> it's a specific number. Yeah, that's how many died. They got trapped. They gassed the police. You know, do you not know how Waco went down? I literally don't watch news. This is 1990-something. This is old news. Well, then I probably just forgot. Really, Like honestly. early 90s. So in Waco, Texas, there was like, people said it was a polygamous cult, but they were within their legal rights because they weren't really polygamists. I mean, you could argue that they were, but they were a religious cult. Oh, no. That sounds familiar. And there's even a fucking miniseries on Netflix about it. These just aren't things that I keep in my and stored memories. Word had it that they had like a grenade or some shit, and the ATF and the FBI showed up and wanted to seize their firearms and take and like get the people out of the compound, but people didn't want to leave. Things got hostile. Someone shot. I forgot how it worked and what happened. Like, I think someone in the FBI shot at somebody because they thought he was armed and he wasn't. And then there was an armed standoff. Then they gassed the place near the at the the day that it burned down. They gassed the place. But what they didn't know, they did, they were using fucking CS gas or like some some gas that was flammable. So when they launched this gas in there, I think most gases like they the people were trapped in there, suffocating from the gas because they couldn't get out. And then they rolled in there with legitimate tanks, like they had fucking Abrams tanks from the National Guard. I'm just saying, uh, where are we meeting for the Boogaloo? Yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> a lot of people think that the military is gonna fucking turn on its people. They not. Uh, no. Some some will will just do their job for a while. I think. But, you know, I mean, you never know. Yeah. Because the military is still people, and they all still have their own views. No, they're all still Americans. And and let me tell you something. But they also have their own views. What, you swore the same fucking oath that I did. I'm actually Where, not even allowed to talk about this. Okay, we won't talk about it anymore. So the Boogaloo, though. We meet in here? <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> Go get your fucking pizza so we can finish this. All right. No more talk about this shit. And back from another break that uh, I can't wait to hear that you probably. Why do you know. like pointing them out? Don't judge me. Just let it happen, okay? Just, just let it happen. It is just really weird. But you want to know where they're You've at? You've clearly already established that I'm weird. First of all, yeah. Well, I mean, I knew that. I mean, you're a I you're never in the Marine Corps. claimed. So technically, I'm in the Navy, but that's even weirder. It is, but well, yeah, I'm, the Navy I'm is in the really Marine. I'm in the fucking Navy Corps. Well, that's why it's called a corpsman. And not a fucking medic? Well, yeah, because we're better. Hashtag most decorated job in all the military. If you if you Google. Hey, why do the, why do the corpsmen that get out? Oh, dude, this made me think of this. There's a guy at work. He's a contractor. He comes in. He's like, oh, you were in. He, tell, he tells my guy I work with. He's like, oh, you were in the Marine Corps? He's like, I was a medic in the Marine Corps. No, no. Stolen Valor. Uh, Stolen and Valor. me and him looked at each other like, what? <laughs> Stolen Valor. Look for his papers. This man's a fucking phony. 
no corpsman will ever say that about themselves. Like, if they're trying to explain it to someone, they'll they'll kind of put it that way. If they ask questions, they'll be like, it's kind of, it's basically the medic for the Marine Corps and the Navy. Like, that's how I'll explain it after I say corpsman. But I will never just go up to someone and be like, yeah, I was a, I was a Marine medic or a Navy medic. Like, you can lick my nuts twice on Sunday. Here's the thing. In I can church. understand if you're saying to a civilian that absolutely doesn't know what a corpsman is. Nope. I'll still say so corpsman, and I'll down. explain later. <laughs> every, no, but he, every... he, led, he led with, I was a medic in the, in the Marine Corps. Nope. And me and him looked at each other like... Solon Valor. And, and he's like, I'm like, he said he was a medic in the Marine Corps. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, sus. Stolen Valor. Should have asked him where he was stationed. I would have, we could have recorded. This could have been the next Stolen Valor video. Could have been. It's been a minute since I've seen one of those. Some, a lot of them are kind of extreme, honestly. But I wanted to see more so I could put them on TikTok. Because <laughs> that's the popular platform now. Yeah, it's pretty much where Instagram was when it first came out. I'm, I'm wondering what the next platform will be. I hope something comes out that takes down fucking Facebook. Uh, I think Facebook. Facebook has, has kind of reached the point of like Disney and and all them. It's they're too big to truly take down anymore. I know. I hate it so they'll much. Just, they'll just if they even get slightly threatened. I, I've never be like we're buying you. I remember when MySpace went away, and I was like, dude, can you imagine us using MySpace nowadays? Now I'm like, I wish we had MySpace still. <laughs> Tom still has the same picture. I know he does. Good old Tom. That's how you know it's him. The same picture from 30 years ago. Next was whiteboard and his coding. It wasn't even a good quality picture, but everybody knows who Tom is. Dude, it was like 2004. Tell me, go to your. It makes my, me think of Ruben. Go to your. Go to your. Saying sorry for 2004. Why say that? Because that was American Idol. He was the runner-up. Remember? Oh yeah. The big, the fat black dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my sorry for 2004. I forgot about that. I'm sorry for 2020, honestly, not 2004. I'll do 2020 all over again just to do it right the, the second time. <laughs> <laughs> you the bar's set pretty fucking low. It really is, but I mean, like, like it's s- on the ground. You can just step over it at this point. All right, kids, let's talk about Kojima. So, Hideo Kojima's games have always been notorious to be PlayStation exclusives. And they're all <coughs> Gears of War. Like, everything that I looked on there, I was like, Gears of War 1, 2, 3, 9... Stop fucking it. mobile. What did you say? Almost all the games that were listed that I looked up from them were pretty much different from variants Ko- of from Gears Hideo of War. Kojima. Yeah, Hideo Kojima never worked on Gears of War. You mean Metal Gear Solid? That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. All right. All the, right. The man. gear part threw me off. That's what, sorry. Yeah, I know that's a disgrace to the gaming world. I'm, I apologize. I was like, <laughs> I was gonna say like. That's why I was like, "Hold the fuck up!" What? No, no, no. no. The the gear was in my mind, and I immediately said, "So, <laughs> so Metal Gear Solid." Um, he's he was the one that made Metal <laughs> Gear Solid, and it was actually pretty fucked up. What Konami did with him was that at the Video Game Awards, when um, see, these are no more Japanese people. I told you they're fucking smart. Konami actually got rid of Hideo Kojima because he didn't want to work with them anymore because they were turning Metal Gear into like they, they. You remember Metal Gear Survive? No. The fucking zombie survival game. It wasn't even a survival game. It was like a horde game where you had to survive hordes of zombies and do build shit. It was the worst game. This game was so bad, you had to pay money for extra save slots. I'm thinking of a different game. Remember memory cards? Memory cards? 
where you're like, oh shit, I gotta get another memory card. I'm out of space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the PS2, PS1 days, you're like, fuck, I don't know what I want to delete. I'm out of space. Or like, if you didn't have a memory card, you're just like, hope I can get as far as I can. I know, dude. But um, so Konami and Kojima parted ways at the end of Metal Gear Solid: The Phantom Pain. Metal Gear Solid Five. Let's see. That's what I mean. There's so many of them. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. When they were accepting their award for Game of the Year, Hideo Kojima wasn't there because the lawyers and they got booed on stage. Konami did. Ooh. Kiefer Sutherland was actually the one who took the who accepted the award, and he, he explained. Unfortunately, Hideo Mr. Kojima couldn't be here to accept the award because um, Konami's lawyers said that um, he was not allowed to be there for some reason. And everybody booed the some, fuck out of them for this. Some reason. It was they literally from that. freely and just talking the mic. This is glorious. It was that moment that everyone started to fucking hate Konami. Like, you ever heard of hashtag fuck Konami? Uh, no. All right. Well, the whole term fuck Konami came from that event because Kojima. There's another K name. Ko- if it were of. not for Kojima, Konami would never be what they are. They would never have Silent Hill. They would never have Metal Gear Solid. Was it was Silent Hill a movie or a game first? It was a game first. Was it a game first? Yep. The movie was fucking terrifying. The first one? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a, actually a really good movie adaptation of a video game. Like there's very there's very few horror movies that I'll truly be like they were fucking freaky like I was freaked the fuck out cuz most horror movies are just jump scares. Right. And I guess the it's the adrenaline factor and they'll hit you with some music and a jump scare. But the, that was one of the ones where I'm like, this was I'm fucking terrified of this movie. It was it was creepy. And I remember the fucking. I think the first Conjuring. You remember Pyramid Head one. ripping the skin completely off of that one woman? Yeah. And then just ta- yeeting he her just body. Fucking just throws it. Yeah. He's like, I'll, this is he like grabs her by her tits and then fucking pulls all the skin off of her body. I was just like, oh, my, I didn't expect that. This is my new bathrobe. It puts the lotion on the skin. It places the lotion in the basket. Tuck my wiener in. Rubs the lotion on its Look like a woman with a big pyramid on my head. So, Kojima, he made Death Stranding. It was his recent game that he made. He's also in works with... I think he's still working with... uh, What's his name? Yeah. I I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't. The guy that plays is Daryl in Walking Dead. Oh, I know. Kyle Ramos? I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. I'm not good with actor names. Unless it's like super, super famous. Anyway... So he was working on another game after Death Stranding, <clears throat> and then um, see that was airy. That's what I mean. To fuck off. <laughs> um, but here we are again with Microsoft. Microsoft has been buying everything. Microsoft is pissing me off. And now, Xbox is reportedly in talks to publish a Hideo Kojima's next game. Now this is a rumor. This is not official. A lot of rumors tend to be true lately, though. When it comes to Microsoft lately, yes. Kojima Productions has been staffing up for new projects since late 2020. Microsoft is reportedly in talks with Hideo Kojima about pub- and to publish the next game from the Japanese designer best known for Metal Gear Solid series. This is according to VentureBeat, which claims Xbox hopes to make a second game from the Death Stranding studio Kojima Productions, the focus of a plan to leverage the Japanese talent. Now, here's the thing. Here's why. This is one thing that I, I was going to bring up, but I completely forgot until just now. Microsoft has never done well in the Japanese market. <clears throat> Sony has. Well, it's because Sony is Japanese. 
No shit. <laughs> Just saying. But even it's still, amazing that they would do Microsoft well. has tried and tried to do well in the Japanese market. Well, it's like the white man trying to invade and be like, "Hey guys, can I can I be this is over here?" Everyone's looking at this is they're probably their way of it's trying to take over and not destroy. Well, here's the thing: the white man taking over. That's what's happening. Microsoft bullshit. Is, Microsoft is so far doing a good job about how they about preservation and what's the other word customer shit. So. I, I can't fucking service. Not customer service. Something else. Satisfaction. Yeah. So, so, dude, this is gonna be a really burpy <laughs> episode. Sony being a dominant of the Japanese market, Sony, I think, has got on such a high horse when it comes to their exclusives being so well and then performing so well to the point where them shutting down their store is gonna fuck them in the end, because Sony, Microsoft, and then you got games, dude, Outriders. Day one, available on fucking Game Pass. MLB The Show, the MLB 21 The Show, mm-hmm. day one available on fucking Game Pass. You're, you're starting to see... I know it is, but the thing, the point is is that you're starting to see new games day one available on the Game Pass on a subscription service. Sony's going to have to try to compete with that. Well, on yeah, top I of mean, that, they've, I, there's a... There's a s- related article I was looking... I saw as I was passing through some shit that basically gaming is... It's kind of going to the world of streaming, like how Netflix and like all the movies are now. That would be great. In a sense. I mean, if they weren't all exclusives? Well, I think it's going to be more... It's it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up being subscription or nothing. Okay. You know what I mean? But with, like, here's the thing. So, I don't think that would be true. And the reason why is because there's always going to be games. Or they'll start putting a shit ton of ads in our games. No. No, they won't. Well, I mean, 2K already started to do that. You see what I mean? But that's that's 2K. That's the beginning. That's 2K, though. Starting somewhere. You got to plant the seed. Speaking of 2K, did you ever hear the episode where like we were talking about 2K and Dude, their bullshit? a lot of episodes. <laughs> and uh, we ended up having like a breaking news moment during the recording. Someone hacked 2K's fucking Twitter and started posting, like, started saying racist shit and then started posting, like, porn videos of this WWE wrestler. Oh, we were talking about the WWE game being such a piece of shit. Is it one of the early episodes? Uh, It's about over. It's about a year ago. No, I don't think I've gotten. I'm st- I'm kind of starting from the beginning, and I, I'll, I'll usually get about maybe 30 to 45 minutes in. I'm going to feel and like I, shit tonight. And then, <laughs> And then I follow. Why? I just ate like half, almost ha- over half a pizza You'll on fucking my fucking sur- own. Fucking survive. And what the fuck was I saying? Damn it! AD, damn it! ADD. My thought was gone. I am so sorry. You, I interrupted you, you did this to me. I'm sorry, dude. You brought this on me. Anyway, so back on the whole Microsoft thing. Okay, so. While the site source was unable to confirm if Microsoft has yet actually signed a new deal with Kojima for a new Kojima game, it claims that Kojima Productions figurine spotted on Xbox boss's Phil Spencer's shelf during a presentation in February. So here's Microsoft has been known to throw little background hints at shit. Oh, I figured out what we were talking about. You're talking about one of the earlier episodes. I was saying that I go to sleep listening to the podcast. Now I'll get like 45 minutes in. Do, and we, it'll, do we bore you? It'll No, no it'll, it'll play out. And 
and then I just never really go back to it. <laughs> At least not yet, anyways. Well, it's good to know that I put you to sleep. <laughs> well, some what well, I don't know. It's I've said it before. Your friends have like some funny moments, and they have some good discussion. I have on some been of told them. That my voice is pretty soothing. Shut up. But I I don't know. It, I think that's why I don't listen to too many podcasts. I that's why I, I I like military shit because I like the personality that is with veterans. So I really gotta get my buddies back on this podcast though. And I, I totally support that. But the you can just tell that y'all are different when you're humor. I'm built different. Yeah, basically. They have great conversation from the games. But that's that's it. The the entertainment factor is you mean the uh, banter? Significantly less. And they're, oh, they're all they're all smart. Every single one of them is smart. And their 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 wives and girlfriends are all up in it, telling you your ass fucking smells and you're farting everywhere. That was the funniest episode. Yeah, man. I literally woke up to that episode playing and I was dying laughing. I wish my next the next chick that I start dating needs to be like me. Maybe not so much like me. You want to date a, a fucking female version of you? No, I don't, because that would be my sister. That's pretty conceited. Um, that no, I want to date a chick that likes the same shit I do, but also has her life put together. Like one of those streamers. Which ones were they again? It was Casey Cakes. Yep, and uh, Ginger Girl. No, right? well, that Ginger Girl, yeah, but I mean, I got subbed to her. Somebody gave me a sub to her. Yeah. Yep. I don't know who the fuck it was. Yeah, I saw the name and I was like, "Was it Brock? Nope, it wasn't. no, no." Nope. It was either uh, the other one for me was who was Vibe because she was she's such a top. ah, that's right. <laughs> I remember. How's that one? Uh, if like, if I want to say it was better, but I don't. I just didn't like that one. I'll still give it a seven though. I'll give it a seven. I don't give a fuck what you like, Doc. So, um, so what I was saying earlier was Microsoft. Like, so Phil Spencer is notorious for putting like little background hints and shit. There's even a talk that Microsoft might acquire Sega. Sega. Because they were talking about this fucking... Sega still... They said the color coding of this blue Xbox controller is the same. It's blue and white, but it's the same color code of blue as Sonic the Hedgehog's color code of blue. And he was wearing a Sega shirt in in like this video he put out. How is Sega even still around? What do they do? I don't understand. I don't. I they don't, don't make know, consoles. That's for fucking sure. Nope. But, um, they have been dropping like th- there's these little Easter eggs, I should say, about the things that they're doing. So they think that this is another Easter egg for him acquiring, um, Hideo Kojima's new game. So yeah, like that's why it says uh, they noticed a, it claims a Kojima P- Productions figurine was spotted on Phil Spencer's shelf during a presentation in February, pictured at the top. It was hinting at a potential partnership. Prior to the launch of Microsoft's latest consoles in November 2020, Spencer also hid an Xbox Series S in plain sight on his bookshelf during interviews. Oh, yeah. So before they were revealing the consoles, he had the Xbox. This is where this whole thing started. When the new Xbox was coming out, he had like little Easter eggs on his desk and his shelf and shit of the new Xbox. And it, like in this, it says the Xbox Series S was on his bookshelf, hidden between the books. So he had it in in plain sight. You could see it like that book is really big, and it wasn't a book. It was the fucking new Xbox. The trash can. No, the white one. 
Oh, it's a white trash can. Series S. It's not built like the X at all. Oh, it's not. It's not a big fucking brick. <laughs> no, it's okay. like it, it's like a flat little Xbox. It looks like a regular little Xbox One, but it's an Xbox Series you X. Mean, it's got it's wait, got like a mean, black. And it's now, got when like, you say Xbox One, you mean it's the got original the, Xbox or Xbox One? Xbox One, it's not such the original a Xbox. Fucking name. I know their names: Xbox One, Xbox, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, Xbox One, Xbox Series XS. And like, what is this? Like, what, what are you are doing? We, what are we doing? This is at least PlayStation smart. They're just like, you know what? One, two, three, four, five. We're there gonna go numerical go. order, bro. Like, we're keeping it simple. If you notice that, if I were to stand that X, that PlayStation up on its end, it's actually it, pretty fucking it may, tall. It is super tall, but it also shaped like a V, like the number five. A five isn't a V. New, Roman numeral. Oh, uh, all right. Fair enough. Um. Okay, so where were we? Uh, <laughs> we're so talking about his, v- Venture the, Beats was report was shelf. published. Venture Beats report was published in response to Wednesday's announcement for a new PS5 game called Abandoned. This is gonna be the most lost episode ever. People Dude, are gonna be like, "What, bro? Are they you're not even doing? fucking kidding." <laughs> Can I have one of your gay <laughs> like, beers? What are you? No, how dare you? I don't want none of your bullshit to replace one of them. What? Do you not have any beers? I have a Guinness. Go get a Guinness. I bring my bitch beers because I don't like your Guinness. I kind of don't want to drink that Guinness. It's old. It tastes old. You know what? This doesn't ever taste. You know what? Like? I really don't need it right now because I'm I'm pretty fucking full, and that is like literally. Yeah, I have heard that Guinness is very filling. It's it's like eating bread. It's like drinking <laughs> bread. Like I don't I don't want to do it. Well, um, we need to get through this topic. We got six more to go. I like how we started off with like no topics when I texted you, and then now we have like, look at my fucking tabs. You you texted me all of the topics. You added like three. I added one. Did you? One topic. I put the regiment news in there. My host story and Lenovo phone game game phone whatever is the only one I added. I texted you a couple other ones. All right, let me get back on. Let's get back on track. Yeah, that's right. That's what I fucking thought. Seth right, released in the qu- fourth quarter of 2021. Abandoned was described by Netherlands-based developer Blue Box Game Studios as a cinematic first-person horror survival shooter set in a highly detailed open-world environment. The studio rela- relative obscurity led to speculation. The studio's relative obscurity led to speculation that the game was actually being secretly developed by Kojima Productions. Blue Box Game Studios has since said there is no association with Hideo Kojima. Todd, come on, buddy. You got to. Your dog is so needy. I know. He's such a baby. And I let him lay in bed with me, and he just still fucking. Hey, go go lay down. Go your lay dog, down buddy. Your dog's like that, that needy girlfriend that, like, the moment you stop Except doing this... anything or touching her, she's she like, whines. why are you neglecting me? I know. You never pay attention to me. There he goes. He even goes like. <sighs> like why, the... why are you abusing me? Todd. Yeah, we're talking about you. Stop it. Come on. Go lay down. Go lay down now. The go listeners are not happy with you. Go lay down. I love you, buddy. Go lay down. They're di- you're distracting them from the news right now. Any whore. So, Kojima Productions confirmed in October 2021, 2020 that it's staffing up for a new game project. The Death Stranding developer said at the time that it was seeking the best in its class to fill 25 open positions in its Tokyo studio. The studio is likely to announce the next game soon, according to art director Yoji Shinkawa. Asked in March if he could share any details of the company's second game during the interview of AI Hub, Shinkawa said, well, yeah, I'm doing something for sure, 
and I could tell you probably w- that we can announce it quite soon. That's so much information. I mean, it's it doesn't say anything in detail, but it does say we do have something in the works right now. But at the same time, it's like, no shit, you're a game developing company. I would hope uh, yeah. you have something in the works right Basically. now. Basically, you got your you got your bitches texting. No, it's my friends. Um, anyway, that could be the same thing. It's really not. <laughs> I no dude no women talk to me none and I, it's pretty ever since I shaved my beard which yes I did shave my beard and I fucking hate myself for it okay wait now we'll we'll go out after you this got a topic. level five hype train yesterday and I've never seen that happen with the beard yeah it's pretty wild even though the redhead Steffi said that she was really upset that I didn't have one anymore yet she still gifted subs she was there and she, she played with you yeah. She did. See what I mean? Redhead Steffi does have a crush on me. You can fuck her. I'm not going to do that. Good. He's shaking his head no just for y'all that are just listening to silence right now. No, I'm not. No. She's cool. She's cool. But she's really not my type. Is she your type in bed, though? Maybe. Honestly, she could be pretty fucking freaky. I don't know. You see? That's all. That's We're at step one. I don't know. Continuing. Anyway, so she cows... Um, Shinkawa is a longtime Kojima collaborator who is best known for his character. Why, dude? You literally have me name dropping fucking streamers. <laughs> and then it, you encourage them to listen to the episodes. I do. I really do. <laughs> Steffi, if you listen to this, just so you know, I love you and I appreciate you. I do. And he's. I mean, he's I do. He however, could be though, good in bed. I do have. Just, Let's well, please let's don't let the magic happen. Take, please don't fucking take that in a weird way <laughs> or a wrong way. Let's let the magic happen. I've just been in a really weird spot, like mentally you be, lately. They, you can be in her weird spot. It's just I have a hard time like wanting to even like have, convey any emotions to any other women right now because it just feels weird. You you can just fill the hole in your life by filling their hole. Anyway, so <laughs> Kojima has teased the next project of his since released Death Stranding in November 2019. That month, he suggested he was watching horror movies in preparation for a future project. Ooh, interesting. And in April 2020, he said he'd like to make a revolutionary horror, revolutionary horror game one day. Here's the thing. Death Stranding, I really did not like it that much. I liked its creativity. A horror game? No, Death Stranding. So basically, it's a, it. It, Death Stranding is a literal walking Simulator. You simulate walking? I said Harold Ramis, and that is not that fucking dude's name because I'm an idiot. I didn't hear anybody's name, but you said walking simulator? Like, do you simulate walking? You literally, like, walk everywhere. It sounds exhausting. But there's, like, you fight. You do fight and shit. It's not all just walking. It's like, I can walk down the street and technically fight somebody. Why do I need to simulate that? Sounds like a terrible game. It's like Quop, but worse. Hang on. At least Quop was... Um, difficult. Walking is easy. I do it every day. Norman Reedus. Such a fucking moron. I said Harold Ramis. You know who Harold Ramis is? We This was so far back in the beginning of this I know, topic. but I, I, it was driving me nuts because I'm like, his name is not Harold Ramis. It's the Walking Dead guy, the Daryl. For those that are confused right now. Norman uh, Norman Reedus. His, his brain was like, I fucking remembered who it is. As we're towards the end of the article, Harold Ramis is fuck is the fucking dude from Ghostbusters. Nobody's time. gonna be able to keep on track with this episode. <laughs> it's, it's only I'm scatterbrained right now, guys. We're, I'm so we're sorry. everywhere right now. So no, Hideo Kojima was like Death Stranding was not much of a horror game as it was like 
an open world walking simulator that had interesting aspects about it. It it was artsy more than it was anything. Um, the following month, Kojima claimed that he'd recently had a major development of project canceled, but that was in the early planning stages for the next game. More recently, he teased in the next game on Twitter with images that suggested he could be a Death Stranding 2. Creating Stranding... Wow. Death Stranding actor Norman Reedus had previously claimed <laughs> he was in talks to work on another project with Kojima and suggested it could be Death Stranding related. If you'd have owned... This is what happens when we don't prepare before we come here. We answer our own questions at the end of the fucking article. It is what it is. And it wouldn't it wouldn't be like our pod it wouldn't be the way the podcast is if It's I'd, true. I mean I I do know th- certain things going into it but I learn new information as I'm recording which I like that. He's I don't, going places people. College isn't one of them but he's going <laughs> places. <laughs> In January 2020 Kojima quoted was quoted saying that he'd like to try his hand in making smaller games such as episodic and digital-only titles while working on the studio's next major release. I really hope that does not happen. Because we all learn with Hitman, it doesn't work. Stop it. This episodic release of, of the game, where you pay full price of the game and you get it in episodes, doesn't work. Sounds terrible. Because you, you, keep, you have a game, you play episode one, and then you wait a month for the next episode. So basically you paid $60 and you were only able to play like a portion of the game. Meanwhile, you have to wait for the rest of the game, and it's fleshed out over the course of a year. That's like paying $60 for a hooker, and she's like, you get to come one time. And you're like, oh, shit, I just got off a deployment. That was like six pumps, and you're you're out your money. And she's like, you want to go again? Same price. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that you're paying over and over again. You pay one whole price. But imagine... It'd be, okay, so that was a this, bad this, example. This, it was. So it would be like this. Get your bone off of me. It'd be like paying for a hooker, and she blows you for like 30 seconds, uh, and, and then says, all right, next weekend I'll be back. Okay, that's a good point. Get your fucking bone out of here. It's Todd, not Brock. Brock's not sticking his boner into me. I got to bring my bone. dog upstairs, guys. Hang on. Todd, I love you, big guy. We got to pause. We got to pause. 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 No, pause. We're not gonna pause. Nope. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, everybody. We're just. I'm just gonna bullshit my way through. I can't even see the article, so I'm just gonna. We're gonna sit here and banter. With, I'm just gonna talk to myself. Apparently, as he's taking the dog upstairs. That was quick. Welcome back. I only took him upstairs. It's almost like we didn't even pause. <laughs> I wonder why, Doc. <laughs> I wonder why it was like we didn't pause. I think it's because you didn't hit the stop button. I don't think I paused at all, actually. That's what I mean. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. You were being sarcastic. <sighs> I got you. <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. Do you have Asperger's? I have that you ADHD. Can't, where you can't pick up on a fucking on a social cue? I have ADHD, so it's, it's kind of like a really... Higher functioning Asperger's, I guess. So you're saying you're high functioning autistic? No. So there's similarities between autism and ADHD, but very few. But like one of the things is kind of like scatterbrained and social cues. I know how that feels. Um, so back on the whole episodic thing, like it doesn't work, and that was why the there was it wasn't Hitman Two, it was Hitman One. 
and I'm talking about Hitman One from 2016. That's so. Insane. I hate the names. The names piss me off. Yeah, no, they they go Hitman One through this, and then they started Hitman again, and the way they did it was like very classic Hitman, but they released it in episodes, and it didn't work. Everybody fucking hated it. They everybody hated it. Yeah, I'd be disappointed too. If I got a blowjob one weekend, and then that's why like, that's why the next two Hitman games weren't like that because they said we won't do that anymore because it didn't work because literally you'd be waiting a whole month for the next episode to come out. No, and, I want to fuck like and by tonight. then. The, here's the other like, reason why it doesn't. That's why work. I want a game. That's what I want in a game. Give me all of it. Well, here's another reason why it doesn't work. Games c- come out. The new games come out like throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have another game that you're really interested in. So you play that, you never go back to Hitman. That's why I hate DLC. I think DLC is stupid. I don't think DLC is too stupid. I think it's... it's Well, they they market DLC now as uh, quote-unquote extra stuff, but in reality, it's, it's, the rest it's, of the not, game. it's the rest of the fucking game. See, DLC, I don't think DLC is stupid if it's done right. So they can have the full game. Yeah. Like, that's out, how DLC started. Like Outriders right now. Everything in that game is everything in that game. There's no scheduled DLC. Yeah, you, you're not there, even finished with the game yet. No, but those that are, there's a lot of endgame content that you can do. There's no store to buy anything from. Yet. Um, you We're can, still going to hear it. Yeah, you're still... <laughs> I know. Um ugh. So this is the burpiest episode of all time. I know, man. Fuck. So there's no store. There's no DLC. Everything in that game is in that game. Any DLC afterwards will just be extra shit that they added. So because of that, like that's fine to me. Whereas you get a short-ass half-baked game, and the rest of the game is out in DLC, which is stupid. It's a cash grab. So This is a great segue, because our second topic is Outriders outperforming Avengers for the opening weekend. Yeah. And I will say, I played Outriders, like, so Outriders came out last week, right? Here, let me close we'll just We'll just segue the article, even though y'all can't see it, but uh, we're already there. So, uh, Outriders came out last weekend, and immediately off the rip, it was like, it, 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 it had more sales than Avengers did. Which, I can see why, because fucking... Not a lot of people had interest in Avengers, except for you. They didn't market it very well at all either. They didn't market this one that well at all. This one had less marketing than the Avengers. I think I only I only found out about the Avengers because I I bought Spider Man and downloaded it when I was when I was deployed, and I was like, I wonder if there's another game or an Avengers game. And I looked, at it, I was like, wow, there actually is one coming out. And so I bought it. That's the only way I knew about it. I'd never heard anything about it. The Avengers? Yeah. I only knew about it because it was at E3 2019. Was that one free? Uh, to watch, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll get there, though. So when Outriders came out, um, this was another game that was available day one on the Game Pass. The game itself, when it comes to the content that's in it, is actually pretty good for a looter shooter. It looks it looks like a cross between Borderlands and Destiny. It's actually more of a cross between Destiny and Gears of War. Hmm. From my playing it. And it's funny that I say that because uh, People Can Fly, which is the name of the studio that developed the game, is the same studio that made Gears of War. You said People Can Fly? People Can Fly. That's what's that's the name of the studio. 
It's a terrible name. It is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I didn't fucking make the name. But they made Gears of War. And that's why a lot of the mechanics in the game are and not Metal Gear Solid. Are very yeah, not Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> the mechanics in Outriders are very similar to Gears of War when it comes to the movement and the cover system. Same concept. Except they added the destiny like looter part of it. They turn it into not the only difference is it's not really an open world. I, from I, what I can tell right now, I'm worried though because it's still Square Enix and they, they, yeah, they always have some bullshit up their sleeve. But um, the biggest issues with this game are technical issues. One thing I've noticed is the audio tracking isn't nearly as good as most games. Whereas right. someone's far away from you and they're talking, they sound distant, they sound directional from their distance. Also, isn't that supposed to be the thing? Yes, but in this, it's not. They always sound like they're right there talking to you. Oh, so they're like down the road, and you're like, yeah, you're, one, you're right in my no ear. No shit, like 25 to 50 meters away from this guy, and his voice sounded like he was, it was just audio from their dialogue. Just whispering sweet nothings into you. No, they weren't even whispering. They were talking straight up. Volume was as if he was right there talking to me. So it was almost like they recorded the audio and then just put the audio into the dialogue. And didn't account for um, audio, audio audio tracking in the game. So distance, direction, all that shit. Um, that is one of probably one of my one of my big gripes on it was the audio tracking. Another, it's like, it's like when audio isn't synced it's, up. But it's 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 not that it's not the other thing about it though. It's like one that I can get over because when you're in the middle of the action, you kind of don't realize it too much. But when you're but there are times when you're like, this person's like 30 fucking feet away from me. Why does it sound like he's right here? Your your brain is just like... Or he's behind me. Right. Why does it sound like he's like right there in my ear? So That can be misleading for other things, too. Like where you think... you're Because you, you'll get used to that in the game, and you might have an enemy that's trying to talk to you, and it still sounds the same. See, the audio... you don't tra- realize... I, I, if I got to listen to it again, but it seemed like the audio tracking during the gameplay was not bad. Like it was, it was pretty standard like where you know so you it's could, just during the cutscenes. there isn't there not very many cutscenes. not during the cutscenes. more of like when you're not in an action sequence interesting but during an action sequence everything does sound distance and directional is it only third person by the way yeah ah, see i hate third person i too, I, I, I didn't mind it i i do play third person i like i play the division um ah, that's like the like i love shooters but it, I can't. I hate third person. I, I don't mind third person. I've like I, I play person. both. I don't care. Um, the other thing I will say about Outriders, and this is one of my biggest things that I don't like. The servers? No, <laughs> it's actually not the servers. I mean, the servers is a thing that I don't like. The biggest thing I don't like is it's crossplay. Why? It's crossplay has huge issues. There's no game chat for crossplay. Well, that's not crossplay's fault. That's just that's the game developers fault. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Like they why would they add crossplay but no game chat for crossplay? They <laughs> even state you like we recommend using Discord or Skype. This goes back to when we were talking about they they'll put out a game that's not finished and they'll pass right. it off later as DLC. And then the crossplay is labeled in beta. Uh, that's menu. how they're getting away with it. Yeah, they're calling the crossplay a beta. Some things are called beta for their whole fucking lifespan. Right. Now. <laughs> yeah, like in Destiny, Destiny Two, the matchmaking for the raids and the, and the strikes and shit, 
I think it still says beta. It's in beta right now, which has been in beta since 2017. They'll never get out of that. So, the, but uh, I mean, to be fair, though, at least they are upfront about it. They're not just like, what do they, you mean? There's no game audio. I do commend the developers of Outriders for being very transparent about all the issues, mm. saying that like, listen, there is no game chat. We recommend using Discord, which a lot of people would prefer that anyway. Especially if it's not on my Microsoft. Um, but they say use Skype or Discord. We recommend doing that. But it's like, why would you have that feature? And then, like, people can join you. But it, because it's cross-play, people can join you and you can't talk to them. So, with that, it's like, what the fuck... That's for. actually frustrating for console people too, because if you don't have like I have a setup to where I have everything come through the same headset, but for people, majority of people on console, if you recommend someone to use Discord, you've got to have extra headphones underneath your headset. The other thing to join somebody on crossplay, you have to have a a key code that you generate, and then you send it to that person. Say. When you want to join me, enter in this this key code. That's a pain in the ass. To join me, it's like trying to. I don't know. Pair up with Bluetooth. I gotta. I gotta. I forgot to fucking add my buddy Mitch that I was playing with earlier, because I don't know if it's like that after they add you. But if you want to play with someone on a crossplay, you have to send them this code for them to join you every time, right? Every time, every time. And okay. I don't know if it's when they add you though. Interesting. So the crossplay thing. Is very has a lot of issues that are, I can see taking away from the crossplay experience. Um, now let's get to the server issues. I can't crack my neck like that. I could just pop it once either I, way. I watch a lot of chiropractor videos, so so <laughs> the servers are fucked, fucked. It's like every game when it comes out, though, not to this level. It's pretty fucking bad. They delayed the game nine months. And they it's never, a and they still, yeah, they delayed the game for nine months, and they never had anyone stress test the fucking servers. Why are we surprised at this point? I it mean, seems like we almost talk about the seem, same thing on seem, every but game. The thing is, like, this they, is bullshit. I'm so shocked. They seem they they were very transparent about it all, and they were acting like that they were actively working on making sure that there weren't any, any issues like this, and there ended up being issues like this. So it's like there's no excuse to have this delay. Like, do your fucking job. But COVID, even still, like if if it wasn't ready and you didn't like it, it really it's not that expensive. You could pay people to stress test your servers, and they will they'll stress test your servers. Mm, so that way fault. we don't have these issues. We're in a pandemic. COVID for this it doesn't matter. You can have people by like working from home stress test your servers. To us, we know. For us, but to the public, we're gonna be like you know COVID, right? Um. And then there's a lot of, and the other issue with crossplay is there's a lot of lag when you're in that other person's server for the for when you join their server you are going to lag like a motherfucker. That I think that's that's not the crossplay I think that's more the internet that's more internet. It based. only happens No, it, it's it, it isn't just internet based. I've been told, I've read a lot of people saying that there's a lot of connectivity issues and stability issues when they crossplay. When you play in a party with someone that's on the same platform, it's not that it's not really an issue. When you cross play, you often disconnect from that person's server, 
or you lag like a motherfucker. So That's it's like I'll so there's some, more into that later. So there's something going on in between with the when it comes to the cross platform shit that the servers aren't really holding on to it very well. To where people are disconnecting, there's a lot of lag. Um so yeah. Um mm. now the other server issues is that the servers there's an update that came out today that's supposed to improve server stability. I have yet to I didn't get disconnected at all the entire time I played the game today. Yeah, it just took you forever to connect in general. It at first, yeah, it took me almost forty five minutes to finally get into the game. Was it restreaming the whole time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was best stream ever, dude. I was getting irritated as fuck, man. Like content, I, I was like, content right there. Like I spent majority of the beginning of my stream just waiting to get on, and I don't know what the f- I I want to say that the patch was rolling out when I was trying to get on. You should just put yourself in just chatting at that point, shit. I mean, I put myself in the intermission screen and was talking to whoever was there. Was anybody there? No. <laughs> but I, I was there for a little bit. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, I've gotten... I'm starting to get better at talking to myself. I was mostly at work. No, I was... I'm getting a little bit better about talking to myself. I'm not... I, I gotta be in a game to do that. Even still, like, in a game, I'll, like, I'll start giving updates on things. Yeah. And just do shit like that that's not even game-related. And like talk about a news topic or talk about what's going on, like my plans, like mm. what, what I want to be doing. And then if someone just happens to join, I had my first fucking person in the stream was like, hey, follow for follow. Like my nuts, dude. And I told him straight up, I'm like, hey, man, listen. said, I don't know if you're new to this whole thing. Clearly and they are. I said, I, I said, I'm sure you're new to this whole thing. But if you're really trying to, like I said, if you're working on networking, this ain't the way. So that your best way is like you're like you go to someone's chat, you interact. If you like their content, then you follow them, mm-hmm. and then you keep interacting with that person and networking with them, and then they go look at your shit, and then they follow you. That's how it works. You don't just jump into someone's stream, say hey, follow for follow, mm-hmm. to grow your fucking numbers. So if, 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 if you're just trying to grow your numbers, then you can fucking kick rocks. Oh yeah. Said, but if you're here to hang out and like watch the stream, cool. I'm glad to have you here. Aside from that, if if you're really just trying to grow your numbers, then don't then get out. Do you still post in the regiment Discord when you go live? No, I actually haven't been posting in any discords when I go live. That's disappointing. Yeah, it's just a lot of work, and I just keep forgetting to do it. Honestly, it's not. It's not, it's not a lot of work. Lies. Yeah, I'm sorry. How 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 do you think? I, well, see, how are we is, sitting here right now? The thing is, I've noticed that when I post in disc in all these discords about when I go live, it doesn't change anything. It's 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 slow and it rarely does, but for beginning streamers or like smaller streamers, it's still good to do because you can still get those people that come in. Because I'll still get people that come in every once in a while from like, I'll forget that I posted it in the in that Discord and they'll say that they saw it in there. They were checking people out and they came in. I was I like, know, oh, that's I, cool. It's bad. A lot of the people that I network with have their Discords and they they took that whole option out. Really, there's not many people that I that I have that don't have that option. Yeah, they're starting. The guys that I'm following that I network with have started to take take that away. Stupid, because people were only using their Discord to do that. That's fine. If you if you only go into to me, if you go only go into that channel specifically, by all means. But that doesn't mean that people are necessarily gonna check you out. You yeah, know I, mean? I mean that's that's the thing. It's like this. It's like the regiment Discord. I I pretty much only check out the people that I see that are active in the chat. Honestly. And that's, I mean, that's just I haven't been posting. I got to start posting in there again. I think I'm going to do that either Sunday or Monday, whenever I go back on. I don't know if I'm going to stream tomorrow or Sunday. But there's still people that go in and they'll be like, 
Oh, cool. Let's They'll just see who's on. Them out. Yeah, because what I we're literally sitting here doing this podcast right now because you had posted one day about doing the the drag stream, and I was like, oh, that'll be funny. Here we oh, are. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Legitimately. So, see what happens when you just post like one time. Yeah, I'll start doing it again. So back to Outriders. Once again, we're veering off topic. Yeah, we're the most fucking squirrel podcast. In my of opinion, all time. my first, my first thoughts on Outriders, it's not bad. I I actually really like it. It looks what, cool. It, it, from what I from what I've been reading, and from my little bit of experience with the game so far, one thing I do like that a lot of these RPG, a lot of, a lot of these looter shooters get wrong, is the story. So far, the story is very clear cut of what is going on. Why are we in this position now? How did this end up being a thing? In the very beginning, you find out why are you going to this planet? What is who are these people? How do you get your abilities? And it's very clear cut. Like then just keep stringing you along. They don't. They don't, they don't. It's not like Destiny where you're just there and then this thing happened and you got to go fucking find like lore, pieces of lore throughout the match throughout the game to get more and piece it together on your yeah. own. That's annoying. It it's cool to have little little. Especially because not everyone's going to get that information. It's cool to have added on lore if you want to know more. Mm. But it's also important to keep the main context of the story and the, the the big chunks of the lore that put it together for you to make sense right there for you. That's what Outriders does right, which a lot of these looter shooters don't. That's why I think uh, the, division, the New God of War the division, What? That's why I think the New God of War was really good too. Like the way they changed it up from the old one. Because they kept the storyline, it was very simple. It kept going through, but there was you could a still big, get more shit from side quests. There's a big portion of God of War that didn't ever get explained till way later, and it drove me nuts. But I mean, you still found out in the main story. You know what I mean? You never find out why Kratos, how Kratos ended up where he was. How did you that's go from? Only, how the, did you go from fucking main. Greece? No, I get you. That's the main frustration. To, but I, you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Because you can learn so much more when you do the side quests, and that's, uh, I see what you're saying. The, that was the, the biggest thing. That was the biggest thing for me because God of War has always been one of my favorite series. And I'm like, wait, how did he go from fucking ancient Greece to ancient Norway? My main question actually was how he survived. How he survived killing himself at the end of God of War Three? <laughs> yeah. That was the other thing they didn't explain. Uh, I watched a YouTube video that explained it. Right, it you had to sense. go find it. Yeah, they I never know. said it in the game. True. And it ended up coming out like in a like kind of like a digital comic in the game, like that you could download that explained it. How he survived, how he got there, but and at I, least at least so far this game. But it was like that though. No, so far this game is not like that at all. The division, the division is another example. So the division one, they explained um, what was going on. There, there's this this fucking virus that got made and, and released during the during Black Friday. Was it COVID? No, it's called the Dollar Flu, um, which was actually pretty similar to COVID. Actually, <laughs> um, it's been done before. And then uh, they never really explained how things got to be as bad as they did. Were you trying to fart? No. You don't hear that? It was... Okay. No, I'm just crazy. What's up? I just heard crinkling out of nowhere. You hear it now? 
Might be that. That box. The box? Yeah. This is the box? Is there something in the box? That's, that's Yeah, the it's question. like plastic wrap in the box. That's okay. Something living. Is there something living in the box? No. Not like living like this is my home, but like a, a creature. That's what I should say. No. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't think so. As we were saying. Anyways. Sorry, so anyway, <laughs> this se- seems like the story for Outriders is pretty clear cut, which a lot of these looter shooters get wrong. The other thing that I like. How long is the story? I don't know. You know what well, the other thing I like, it seems in the voice acting for the main character, usually when it comes to looter shooters and custom characters, the the character you portray, the voice acting is often very stiff, very bland, emotionless, and just generic. This one, they seem to have given this character their own personality. Which talk about vibrations. Yeah, no, that was really loud, which I really liked because, like, the inflections in the voice during certain things, like Ooh, the confusion when he gets comes out of cryo, he wakes up, he's like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know who the fuck you are. What the hell? Who? What are you talking about type shit? It was like those things where it's like genuine confusion of mm. what the fuck is this and what is going on? How long have I been asleep? I could never be a video game voice actor, and they're and they're just like, "Oh, you're an outrider." Like, yeah, and they're like, "The you're everyone, they should all be dead." Like, how? What are you talking about? Like, how long have I been asleep for? And they're like, "This is fucking impossible." This type of shit, where it's just like, "Huh?" Like genuine concern and, and, and anger and confusion and all this stuff. They did it right with the voice acting, which I liked. Sounds like at the end of the game, he's gonna end up as Captain Marvel. Maybe. <laughs> or Except not, better Captain, acting. Uh, Captain America. That's no, I was going to say. Tomorrow. So, with this thing with Outriders, Outriders has actually outperformed We're Avengers. literally starting the article, by the way. So, Outriders Endgame ex- expeditions already outshine Marvel's Avengers. Outriders looks more promising than Marvel's Avengers in many ways. While both games are Western titles with big cooperative multiplayer component published by Square Enix, Outriders leans away from the live service model. That's the other thing I like. It's not a live service game. What do you mean? Whereas they're going to keep pumping out content as time goes on, like season passes and shit. Oh, okay, I got you, got you. Um, and focus on crafting a complete, crafting a complete experience, including a compelling end game. So, like anything that they come out will legit, legitimately Everyth- be the same. Everything that's in the game that is end game content wise is not shit that's going to be put into the game after it's launched. It's no, already no, no. There. I mean, like, so, like, DLC and everything will be, like, the true form of DLC of what we originally right. knew it as, not, like, the season pass shit yes. that's been happening lately. Yes, They're going away from the live service model, and everything that's in the game is earnable, and everything is there. You just got to fucking grind for it. Well, well I'm going to say currently. Current, well, yeah. Currently. I mean, well, that could... Give it time. That could change, like, when everybody... When, like, as time... Here's what I'll say. I think once they see if they if they see a bunch of people staying on the game or like they see a money potential, not even the money potential, but if the player base can stay steady, though I think ev- fine. eventually yeah. it's going to have to come to a point where they're going to have to put a massive content dump into it to yeah. keep people playing, and that's understandable. The one thing I hate is the fucking season pass model, where it's like I can see it. I it'd be nice if it didn't happen. I feel like they're trying to go a different route with this by making it to where they'll just put a massive update with a bunch of content in it, and then you just have to grind out for that content. And then as time goes on, if the player base can stay and keep it fresh, 
they don't have to keep doing the live. They don't have to do the live service model eventually. Hopefully. So inverses hands on with the time with the game was promising, and now we've learned that the game will stay engaging even after you've beaten it. The latest Outriders broadcast on Thursday revealed the endgame expeditions, which are raids, experience for Outriders players. The concept trumps Marvel Avengers Endgame in one major way: variety. Expeditions. The significant portion of Outriders Broadcast 4 on Thursday was dedicated to unveiling expeditions, which developer People Can Fly have been teasing since February. It clearly lays out what the players can expect from Outriders after they complete the main story. While it obviously doesn't make take any direct shots at Marvel Avengers, the parts exhibition, ex, exhibitions emphasizes in the showcase are things that Crystal Dynamics Avengers game isn't, isn't as good at. For example... Namely, 14 brand new missions will pop up once players beat Outriders after about 40 hours. 40 hours. People can fly promises in the video game in the video that these will be brand new areas that are distinct from the ex- explored areas during the story camp- campaign. That's a good amount of time, 40 hours. Yeah. They contain all new story scenes and and players can also adjust their difficulty to get better rewards. They're also built to be repeated with a scaling difficulty system. Players who compete complete these missions get legendary gear with dis- distinct abilities and can even mod and upgrade weapons with different skills to create deadly combinations like bullets that freeze enemies but also damage them with lightning. I saw you I saw you blow somebody up with like a giant fire bomb or some shit. Some of the things that I'm doing in this game, I'm like, how the fuck did I do that? Like I didn't I didn't know that that was a thing. And the skill tree is huge, but you got to be smart with it because it only gives you twenty skill points. Yeah, uh, it's one of those. That's why those kind of the games I'm I'm usually I'm not a fan of because there's so many decisions and like I'm it's too much for me, and my brain is like I don't, I, one I don't know what to do. It's too much, and it's, I'm like, no, right. I just I just don't. From what I've been seeing, the crafting and loot system in this game is one of the things that it absolutely gets right. Because in most looter shooters, the thing that it lacks is compelling content. The crafting system doesn't work, or the loot system is very fucking generic, and it's basically like Anthem. You get the same shit over and over again, it just looks different in a slight way. Mm -hmm. With this, all the loot is fucking different. Some of the guns are the... Like early on, a lot of the guns do look the same. They're just better versions of that last one. But you can craft them to look different, to perform different, to do different things. Like, there's an actual crafting system. Like, one of the things that I saw people can fly post was a video for what they called a Fire Witch build. And basically what it was is Pyromancer, which is what I am, how you could fucking spam damage while also devouring their health to you. And you could just take out large waves of enemies while also trading health for it. Sounds OP. It's not actually that OP. Like you, you're trading health, but like if you do it right, you can do it. But it, you have to develop your skill tree in a way to make that work. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And they go through the suggested things. They've actually already had to put some nerfs in some of these fucking subclasses because they were so OP and the cooldowns were so short that it was just making it too easy for people to get through shit. Mm. So they're also built to be. Oh, I already said that. With these levels. Well, while these levels may get repetitive after a while, as people fly, can fly, hasn't shared any DLC plans outside of the game's pre-order bonus. It still sounds a lot like 
a lot of an uh, still sounds like a lot of effort was put in Outriders Endgame and making it feel distinct from the main campaign. Avengers Endgame. While Avengers Endgame is satisfying is, was a satisfying movie, the Endgame of Marvel's Avengers wasn't nearly as engaging. After you beat the main campaign in about 10 hours, you're thrust into a variety of multiplayer missions. Multiplayer missions. Yeah, that's true. The, the story itself was super fucking short. While these have some interesting story tidbits in them, they get extremely repetitive as players are mostly visiting areas they saw during the main campaign. Yes. A lack of enemy and building variation also means that the levels all start to blend together. That's why it doesn't help that the late game missions don't do much to spice things up and just ask players to survive for as long as possible. The end game is improving with the new mission types and the impending addition of Kate Bishop and the and taking aim and the taking aim missions. But right now Marvel's Avengers really suffers from a lack of variety, which is better. While the two end game are similar in how players can scale levels and are doing them to get the game's best loot, Expeditions just seems like they could have they could be a more enjoyable time than Avengers Initiative. Exploring 14 levels, this for some reason this is hard for me to read because of the fucking white lettering and the black background. That's makes it easier. Not for me. Exploring 14 levels. Coming from the guy that plays with motion blur. You've never exploring 14 levels you've never seen sounds a lot more engaging than playing the same 10 levels that were already getting stated, already getting stale by the end of the campaign. Okay, the army's reading, guys. Additionally, the loot you will get will also have a greater visual and gameplay impact on your character. While many people dropped Avengers after beating the Avengers Initiative available, Outriders seems to be a much more engaging game that can retain players even through its post-launch plans aren't as ambitious. That is true. Uh, as much as I loved Avengers and it was a lot of fun, it once I beat the game, like the story, you were literally just going back through and doing stuff, and it was slightly different with each character or like team that you built, I guess, because each area you could take different amounts of uh, the team members with you to help and it was slightly different but it was pretty much the same see and that's that's why a lot of people don't like destiny but the problem the thing with destiny is that there's so many yeah a lot of these places you've played through during the campaign but a lot of these areas are 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 open world ish explorable areas and random ass enemies will spawn you can the rng is there when it comes to like getting new loot, getting the next exotic, getting this, getting that, there's quests, fucking massive. There's like tons and tons of quests and bounties that you can do to earn new gear, and that's why like everyone's but, like it's so grindy and repetitive. I'm like, yeah, but you get different shit for doing it all. Yeah, and this challenge doesn't different have ways. that. I mean, you get right. different stuff depending on the character, but it's it's literally just because you're switching the character, right? Um, and that's why I've always been a fan of these looter sh- looter shooters because like. Yeah, are they grindy? Yeah, I, I admit they're grindy, but the thing is, it's like I do, I don't mind grindy games. I like the challenge of some of this shit because I like, like I like the challenge of the mission and getting different shit for it. Just like the raids, it. like doing the raids, like every weekend we would do the same fucking raids, but you get different. You you had the chance of getting different, uh, better shit at the end of it, and you, like it was all random. And there was only specific gear that you got for that raid. It was raid gear. They had this large loot pool that was specific from you can only get it from doing the raid. And it was powerful in its own way. Like, 
you have guns that would that were super fucking OP, but you can only get them in the raid. But, or know. you had armor that was OP that helped out a lot and did specific things that you could only get in the raid. Or you had certain exotics that were good, but you could only get it in the raid, and they would either translate into PvE or PvP. So some of these high-level PvP guns, because people liked PvP, you can only get them in the raid. I just can't. It's too... It's too repetitive for me. Like, I get that it's different, but it's also contradicting coming from the guy that generally likes to play Call of Duty and Battlefield, which is literally the same thing every fucking game. Right. So I do like these looter games and their and their their grindiness and just the fucking challenge of fighting hard-ass enemies and, and getting some good gear at the end of it. I don't know what it is about it that I like it. I think it's... To me, I think, like, the, my comparison... For those, the mission is is pretty much the same every time, but the gear is different. Whereas, like, even though Call of Duty is or in Battlefield, all that's just the same every game. The outcome is always different. What happens in it is always different. The gameplay, yeah, is different. That's what I, th- I think. That's the dip, the main difference for me is like I I don't like the things that are continuously the same. Right, just over and over. Well, speaking of things that are the same over and over, honestly, I'll, I'm going to be playing more Outriders as this time goes on. Tony was pretty disappointed that I wasn't playing with him today on my, on Warzone, but I told him, like, dude, I need to play something different. I can't keep playing fucking Call of Duty all the time. But it's so much fun to watch you rage. It is, but I also <laughs> want to have fucking fun every once <laughs> in a while, you know? I haven't touched COD in, like, three weeks. Yeah, you've been playing Subnautica. It's glorious. So It um, sucks away my entire time. I looked at the clock today, and I was like, I need to put pants on and leave. So, in the never-ending war against loot boxes... Before we start this, uh, Dot needs to take a piss, so... Oh, f- fair enough. I gotta go to the bathroom, too. Yep. Yep, we're gonna pause, so I know that we're pausing. Wow, you actually have to go to the bathroom in the middle of an episode. I went the l- two episodes ago, or whatever the last time I... You fucking... went because I went. No, I, I had to take a piss the first time I drank. The high episode... Oh, yeah, the one where, where you screamed we, in the fucking No, mic. no, no, that wasn't where we both did it. Don't fucking put that on me. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. All right, we'll be right back. I pissed all over your seat, by the way. And did you clean it up? Uh, No, you'll see it in a little bit. Cool. I didn't, no. Just, we were just talking well, about how yeah, we I think... I mean, I guess we'll find out. But. We were just talking about how we believe that Symphony is a fucking hacker. I, my, I think my favorite part about when we take a break like this and come back, the conversation is nothing like what we were talking about. No. And you can 100% tell that we took a break. Yeah, no. All right, so let's go to the next topic. So Brazil, and the never-ending war on loot boxes. Brazil has joined the fight. Well, honestly, I think we can combine, basically combine the, the next two topics because one's about Brazil and like other countries that have it, and yeah. the other one's loot boxes being linked to gambling addiction. So we'll cover the countries that have it and what Brazil's doing first. So Brazil is launching an inquiry inquiry to blan- to ban what the fuck bla- Brock? Bra- fucking god Brazil launches arms. an inquiry god to ban loot boxes. Over here. Companies selling loot boxes could be facing the daily fine up to $700,000. Brazilian authorities have launched an inquiry aimed at banning loot boxes in the country on the recommended in the National Association of Child and Adolescent Defense Centers. The associate the association argued that the randomized monetization mechanics are a form of gambling, which is illegal in Brazil, the Esports Observer reported. Gambling in general. The inquiry targets companies that sell loot boxes, including Activision, EA, Konami, that's a big one, Nintendo, Riot Games, Ubisoft, Tencent, and Valve, which is kind of funny. Tencent is now facing 
this after they just caught all those hackers. Well, yeah, because so, they want more money. Right. If Mo- you're hacking, you're not giving money, unless it's to like the hacking companies. Mobile games publisher Garena is also involved with Brazilian publication The Enemy Rep- The Enemy reporting that the firm has been asked to suspend its loot box sales until further notice. Should a ban be approved, Brazil is considering introducing fines for companies selling loot boxes up to Brazilian dollars, $4 million, around 706000 U.S. dollars daily. I wonder how that will affect games, though. because I, I, I always wonder this. I really do, because it's like if they ban loot boxes like in other countries, how does that affect the game when it comes to us and them? I feel like it doesn't. They just miss out on content. I think that I really think that's what it is. Because the company's gonna be like, fuck it, we'll still get our money from other people. Which is shitty because you that just means miss the out. fucking people in those countries aren't going to get all the content. Yeah. I mean that's and that's the sacrifice. I think that's that's like the company saying this is your punishment basically. You just don't get all the content. Greedy cocksuckers. So Germany recently passed a proposed reform which could result in new standards being applied to games featuring loot boxes. In the UK, a new report was published last week cons- Consolidating results from a dozen studies saying that loot boxes are structurally and phys- psychologically akin to gambling. Wow, that's literally the, the whole it's, next It topic. literally segues <laughs> right into our next topic, which... Um, so we'll, we'll, I mean, I, I wrote a couple of things on it because I, I was really curious because I know... I've, we've talked about it before. What does that say? Don't fucking talk about my handwriting, okay? I have shitty handwriting. I get it. You know Bro. What? Doctors have shitty handwriting. All right, listen. All right? Where's your fucking PhD? I'm working on it. Okay. You don't have one, yet you write like a fucking kindergartner. Look at this shit. I can read four countries. Just because I don't have it Four yet. countries with laws against loot boxes. Japan, China, Netherlands, Belgium, UK also cons- considering laws. Man, amazing. You just read the whole Here's fucking the thing. thing. It took me like looking at this and staring at it for a second to realize what you put. Kiss my ass. Looking over here, I was trying to read it over here, and I was, yeah, I was just like, what does that say? It damn near upside down. Don't fuck I can read the rest of don't this. Don't act like you can read on a regular basis. I right? can read on a regular basis. Just today seems to be don't, rough. Okay, we're not allowed to call so, the yeah, along with bad waivers along, when you over here struggling dude, you, with let printed me word on the internet. Y'all, the Navy's ASVAB is literally two points more than the Army's. For a CS... The, the minimum ASVAB score for the Navy is literally two points higher than the Army's. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. And this is coming from a recruiter. When have we ever believed recruiters? Tony is a recruiter. Tony doesn't even talk to me on the mic. But he is also a recruiter. You also Let enforce me, uh, listen, his listen. lies and tell will, people uh, this, that his listen. mic is messed up. Listen, listen. One thing I will say, Tony knows his shit. Tony really knows his shit, and it, and he's really good at recruiting. Like he's he's got one of the he's highest. A great liar. He's he's really good. He's one of the best recruiters in his station. In Is his, that a good thing? Um, he's one of the more honest ones. Honestly, mm. the things that he's told me, like the like, on, he keeps it real with him. He really does. You got to think the guy. Yeah, but came, he's not recruiting. He you. came from group. You were already recruited. He was. He came from. Gr- I know how recruiters work, but. Him coming from group, honestly, in my opinion, makes him a lot more honest because I don't know what he, you're talking about. Special forces. Okay. So him coming from an SF group into recruiting, 
he's going into it with like a better, a different understanding of the recruitment process. So he knows how to fucking like he he doesn't bullshit anybody, and he gets people what they want if they want it. And he even tries to convince them to not pick stupid jobs like infantry and shit. He he sets them up. He tries to set up his recruits for when they get out. I'm still skeptical. Um, you know why I'm skeptical? Because the man won't talk to me on the game. Be skeptical. I'm I'm actively working on that, but like you know, Tony doesn't. Tony, he's doesn't, even in chat when I'm in there and still doesn't talk to me in the game. He 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 has his settings to where he you can't hear him and he can't hear you. I know, and it's not just you. It's anybody. No, I know. It's any. It's anybody that he hasn't added. I know. So if he doesn't like, he likes to keep the crew tight. This is how he is. So that's just what he is. This is how it is. I'm just upset with you because you enforce his lies. I didn't enforce any lies. Are you talking about when I was playing with Steffi? Well, that was a, that's a great example. Yes. You, know saying? you did the same thing with me. Like, ah, oh, man, his mic. How do you want up. me to say, "Hey, Steffi, my buddy doesn't want to talk to you," just like that? <laughs> so don't take that personally. He just basically. I don't want to be literally. It's legitimately that. That's not my business to say. It's, you it's can not. literally say his his settings are set to where he he can't hear friend or non friends. It's that simple. Even still, it's like, because they'll be like, oh, why doesn't he change them? And me saying, well, he doesn't want to change them. No, you you can keep it to where, it's very simple. That's more understanding. If you say something that, like, he has the settings to where he can't hear non-friends, it's like, oh, cool. So you got to be added by him to, to hear him. That makes more sense than just, like, he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> but Versus ultimately, you're enforcing like, lies is what you're doing. Nah. You're lying to the people. How did we get on this? I actually, I'm not gonna lie, I actually don't know. So we were talking about the other countries that were also proposing the ban. Oh yeah, because you're talking about my fucking. Give me, give me my paper. You're talking about my handwriting, bitch. So definitely, like, <laughs> countries within the UK, within uh, Europe. So well, ju- uh, well, you aside know, from Japan, half of these countries are literally in Asia. So your which ge- is weird. Your geography is which is horrible. weird. What do you mean? Netherlands isn't in Asia. Germany's not in Asia. Yeah, and that's two of the four countries that I have listed. What are the other ones? <laughs> Japan, China. Okay. That's half, and it's more than just half, because I know Japan. It's very shocking that China's on there, honestly. No, it's not. They're fucking communist as shit. Right. So, so they're very controlling. Okay, yeah, they're very controlling, but it's surprising they're on there, because it's like all of these fucking publishers like suck China's dick. But if they're not benefiting from it, Activision is one of them, and they're not—they're not—I uh, mean, they're not capitalists, right? Communism is more about "quote unquote" everyone gets a piece of something, when in reality, not really. But if they're not benefiting from from this, it makes sense. Uh, but Japan makes t- total sense to me. Japan is like one of the smartest countries in the world. Oh, it is. We've already and talked about that. They're like, yeah, no, you're you're not gonna fuck our people like this. Uh, China, Netherlands. I think the Netherlands is the one that I knew of before because I feel like I remember the Netherlands was the more predominant one. And Belgium, UK doesn't have laws, but they've been considering it since July of last year. That was in the article that I had seen. Yeah, they've been they've been talking about this for a long time. Uh, Brexit was just you know more important. And that is true. They were talking. That's why those talks stopped was because of Brexit. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick, just to do a segue from what they're, the, the actual, um, the UK 
article that was in question was the one from BBC talking about how it linked loot boxes to problem gambling in a new research, which is very unsurprising. Uh, Have you ever wrote a segue? No. It's, they're so much fun. So the report carried out by researchers at the University of Plymouth and Wolverhampton found that loot boxes are structurally and psychologically akin to gambling. Did they, did they really need to do a study for that? Like, it's fucking obvious. I mean, th- I think they needed to to reinforce the law. I guess. Because it, at but this the proof, point... the proof is in the pudding. Because, like, EA had What does the, that even mean? EA, technically speaking, when they were arguing against this, had an argument that was basically them exposing a loophole, saying there's no real study showing that this is that that's the case. I guess it's... Yeah. And that these aren't this isn't gambling because it's not officially shown to be gambling. Oh no, they said it was because it wasn't using real money or something. Some bullshit. Like, Even monet- though it, it is. wasn't monetary, but you're using it's like in-game currency. You can you can like here's the thing: you can earn them and and you can buy them. Yeah. That's the loophole. I think that's yeah, that's what it was. So you can you can earn them, yes, but technically th- it fu- it manipulates you in a way that it makes you want to buy them or it's a ridiculous amount of time yes. to do the same amount of work if you were just just buy it just so do it the report also found that large numbers of children are opening loot boxes but i think so i think it's stemming you remember black ops 3 yes right? yeah so they had the the weapons you literally couldn't get them unless you got them in the loot box and you could like people spent We've talked about this for the FIFA stuff. Like people will spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they still wouldn't get it. Hundreds, two thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's you said, said you said hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hundreds and thousands of dollars. Yeah. So right. So these. That's why they stopped putting like weapons behind loot boxes. And I'm really very surprised that in this entire life cycle of Modern Warfare and Cold War, there haven't been any loot boxes. So I, and I think those countries. The countries that we listed, they banned them back when they were like that, just right. outright. Because it was it was just like you're gambling to get a weapon or something to get some kind of advantage. Exactly. It was pay to win. So also the study found that the large number of children are opening the boxes. So it's not even adults; it's kids. And they're more honestly. I think they're more susceptible. They are. They're very young. They're very, um, what's the word? Impressionable. Yes. So, because they're so impressionable, like they're, they're like, I want that, I want that skin, or I want this, and they get they get a loot box and they don't get it. Like, well, I can always just get another one, and they buy it, and they just keep buying it and buying it and buying it and buying it and buying it until they get it. And or, they don't have the consequence factor, or like the higher functioning to be like, exactly. this is gonna, I can't pay my bills now. Right, and they they don't have the concept of that. So because they don't have the concept of that, they're very easily mani- manipulated into buying the loot boxes. Yes. Also, because it's not their money. The UK government is already considering whether gambling laws should be should cover such loot boxes. This is all regarding FIFA, by the way, because that's the biggest. That was the biggest. Um, Which, if you don't know this, go back to previous episodes right. and fucking listen. FIFA was the biggest um, culprit in this whole thing. Um, the upcoming Gambling Act review is set to look at the look at the question with the UK's House of Lords already having weighed in to say that loot boxes should be firm, firmly regulated as games of chance, which are which is gambling. Loot boxes are a video game feature involving a sealed mystery box, quote-unquote, sometimes earned through playing the game and sometimes paid for with real money, which can be opened for a random collection of in-game items such as weapons or cosmetic costumes. Yeah, but you get it. So you can get it 
Or you can get the opportunity to get it faster than the same chances, but it takes you longer. Right, because it takes to longer to earn the access box. those chances. The new research commissioned by the Gamble Aware charity compiles existing research to examine the strength of the links between in-game random prizes and gambling behavior. It found that this research found of the 93% of children who play video games, up to 40% open loot boxes. About 5% of gamers generate half the entire revenue from loot from the boxes. 12 out of 13 studies on the topic have established unambiguous connections to problem gambling behavior. Young men are the most likely to use loot boxes with young age and lower education correlating with increased uses. Not saying that you're a fucking moron, but you are. But not saying that the pe- these people are morons, but that because they're young and don't have the education of what these actually are. Yeah, and they know that. And that's exactly what they're banking on. You're right. They know this, and that's why they have them like this. And I, I could have swore, because I, I mean, granted, I, I don't play a super large amount of different games, but I actually thought that there was something that was implemented for a, a while because I started to see more games were coming out with. They had the loot boxes, but they were strictly cosmetic. Like, they didn't affect the game overall. They started, yeah, they started doing that. I want to say Fortnite did this. They started doing that because, you know, they, they kept them cosmetic because one of the biggest issues, and this stemmed. That's like the loophole, essentially. Here's, here's where it stemmed from. The reason, the big change stemmed from this. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Back when Star Wars Battlefront 2 came out, there was a lot of progression and in-game items such as, like, shit to upgrade your guy or whatever the fuck it was locked behind loot boxes. Mm-hmm. And you can only get them in loot boxes. So your progression was, was held back because of loot boxes. You had an episode on this. I, I did have an episode on this. Um, the shit like that is actually what started this podcast, to talk about these things. But um, that whole thing changed the way that loot boxes are handled because the backlash for Battlefront 2 was so fucking bad that it revolutionized the fucking way that games monetize shit. So loot boxes started to... I remember calling... Uh, 2017, I called it the year of the loot box. Because every fucking game that came out that year had loot boxes. They did. And because of it, it became such a prevalent problem that... Um, they morphed. Battlefront 2 was the breaking... Was the straw that broke the camel's back because it, Disney got involved. Disney threatened EA with stripping them of the uh, rights to the to the IP or to the stripping their rights to Star Wars to make Star Wars games over the whole loot box thing because The Last Jedi was coming out. And they were really worried that the whole Battlefront 2 thing was going to affect the ticket sales for The Last Jedi. Oh, wow. So they wanted them to... That's called leverage right there. Yeah, they wanted... They wanted... they, They... EA took the loot box mechanic completely out of Battlefront 2 because Disney told them to. Disney's going to rule the world. And di- and like Disney and Disney went as far as straight up threatening EA saying that you will never make Star Wars games again. We will we, they were they even had like during this a consideration of ma- of s- making other s- publishers make Star Wars games. Like they were looking at Ubisoft, Activision, they were looking at everybody. Like saying, hey, who wants to make a Star Wars game? And EA is like, we'll fix it. <laughs> That's basically what they did. 
That's like that's like when your girlfriend's like, I'm gonna leave, and you're like, I, I'm, I'll stop, I'll fix everything, I'll I'll throw everything it away. Just, it was like after Battlefront Two, it was like the whole year after. I mean, the whole um, Disney looking at like Ubisoft and shit to making the new Star Wars games came a couple years later, but Battlefront Two being such a dumpster fire that it was. Um. Wow, I can still hear that. You you could hear the little ding. And it's like boom. Oh, it's because you don't have the by the vibration. Or I shock do, mounts. I, shock I mounts. have shock mounts, but the thing is, they they're not for these mics. They're for the uh, actual condenser mics. Well, uh, yeah, I got I got one for the my Elgato. It's pretty nice. Anyways, um, so the way that's and the other th- reason why is because EA wasn't putting out enough Star Wars shit. Their Star Wars stuff sucked ass. Except for um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That like, well, I mean, both Battlefronts. Like, they were so hyped. Yeah. And they both sucked. And the thing is, like, EA has had the Star Wars um, rights for so long, that, and they've only put out two Star Wars games at that time. To be fair, I did see one of the best teabagging videos I've ever seen. from Out of a Battlefront video? Yeah. <laughs> it was... Um, you know when you could pick up the power-ups and you could be, like, Luke or Darth? Yeah. Um, it was... The character was Luke, and the the enemy team was Stormtroopers. So they killed the the Luke, and then it was, like, six of them. They went around, and you just saw them teabagging everybody, and it was fucking hilarious. They, see, there are a lot of good things. And the funny thing is, Battlefront 2 right now is actually a good game. Like, it's a lot of people are still playing it. Because they say that, like, w- the state that it's in now, it's, like, one of the best Star would, Wars games you could play right I now. I would say it's a decent game now. It, well, multiplayer-wise, like, Battlefront 2 is doing pretty good. Um, but, like, because of the fact that EA has been putting out, like, only recently have they started putting out one every year. They put out Jedi Fallen Order. They put out Squadrons, which ended up being really good. Because between the first two Battlefronts, it was almost like Battlefield. It was every Right. It, it, it was... It was... So Battlefront 1 came out, and before that, they had the rights to make Star Wars games. They just weren't. And they were staggered, too, because it was like Battlefield and then Battlefront. Right. So it was like it was Battlefront 1, then Battlefield, then Battlefront 2. Because they were both dice. Weren't they? <sighs> I think they were. I don't know. Hang on. I'll, I'll look it up. You can keep going. So you had... Because the, the EA was releasing Star Wars games so slow... That EA or uh, Disney was looking at other publishers to make Star Wars games because they're like, hey, you're not making enough games. So they started making. I want to say that. It was Dice. Was it Dice? It was Dice. Okay. I mean, EA, yes, but Dice was. Well, Dice was the developer, EA was the publisher. Yeah. yeah. So because EA wasn't having developers make these games enough, Disney was looking at other publishers to make the games. And that's why you've seen more Star Wars games come out recently. And now. The next Star Wars title is actually not going to be an EA game. Mas- I, I don't. I've never actually seen a Star. Wars. We've been through this. So this was this happened before me and you started recording again. But the next Star Wars game that's coming out is being developed by Massive, the guys that did the Division. Mm. And there's rumors that it's another um, Knights of the Old Republic, which is. One of the, it is the most, it's the highest, it's like the most 
revered game and like the best game that a lot of people will argue and that Star Wars has ever made was Knights of the Old Republic because it dove into the lore of the Old Republic. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you're not going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. 100%. I'm just looking so at you with it, just it deer in headlights right now. So all the shit with Vader and everybody, that's the New Republic. Why, when you said Vader like that, I legitimately thought of the old WWE person. What? what? Okay, never mind. No, okay, so the Republic that was around in the prequels of Star Wars. You didn't watch wrestling, did you? Not much, no. Okay, now right, continue. So... The Star Wars Star Wars universe, you had the Phantom Menace. Um, what the fuck's the other one? Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Those three, those technically take place before the other movies, before Vader. Because those are the, the new one, two, and three, right? No. These ones, okay, so the new one, two, and three. So it, the new three movies that came out are actually take place after the old movies. So the timeline's confusing. So the one where you ever, like, with fucking Mark Hamill and, you know, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, I was Darth told Vader. one, two, and three are the newer ones, but they're, like, prequels. Right. They are newer, but they are prequels. They came out in the t- early 2000s. Yeah. So they're prequels to the old movies. So if you watch the first ever made Star Wars movie, it's episode four. Yeah, and that's, that's I think it's I, I love fucking with Star Wars people to just be to when they say the first episode, I'm like, which one do you mean? Oh my god, you're <laughs> one of those fucking dudes. So when it comes to Star Wars, and this is why a lot of people hate, and me included, hate the recent three because those ones completely shit on everything that the that the other six made, and they were basically a repeat of the last three of episodes four through fucking six. You know how I'm not a Star Wars character? I used to think Jar Jar Binks was, was a cool character. You know how you're not a Star Wars fan, you mean? Did I say Star Wars character? Yeah. You know how I'm not a Star Wars character? I'm like, I don't know, because you're not in fucking Star Wars. Touche. We're just going to slide past like that never happened. No, it's on record now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the... Uh, so anyway, back to the whole thing, like the loot box shit, this whole thing stemmed from Battlefront 2. So you started still trying to figure out how I'm not a Star Wars character. No, I'm, <laughs> I, I got over that. All right. So. All right. So we're going to get into the psychological aspect of this. Oh, so report- yes. Yes, please. The report said that many games use a psychological nudge to encourage people to buy loot boxes, such as the fear of missing out on a limited time item or special deal. Facts. It's actually kind of funny that this is brought up because there was one ep- there was one episode that we recorded where there was an actual fucking conference like a, a recorded like fucking seminar with this guy, he was like a mobile gaming like monetization guy. Mm-hmm. And he was telling people how monetization works in different ways. So you have the completionists, mm-hmm. you have the psychological aspect, which is this. Yep. So they purposely design loot boxes and shit and paywalls or like time gates for reasons that they know that people are going to miss. Yeah. A fear of missing out. So it's a minute. It's, it's psychological, psychological marketing. 
Right, and it's fucked up. It's the same way when you go to the grocery store and you've got the candy right when you check out. Exactly. It's the same thing, like, and the most expensive brands are at eye level. Like, that's, it's all within the same uh, kind of category. It's it's still psychological marketing. Yeah. It's just in the video game industry. And anything that we ever talk about psychologically, I'm, I'm going to love. I'm going to get very it, deep into. It's fucked up because it, even Fortnite uses this method because... Kids nowadays, the new way, and it's fucking weird to me, but the new method of bullying is, is by you, you don't have this. No, is calling a kid a default. That what? A default skin. Oh, you're just a default. So that's this. I mean, that's it, yeah, really. It's updated terms, but in reality, it's the same as like same when we here. were kids. You wear Walmart clothes. Yeah, exactly. So. Like you being called a default skin or being made fun of for having an older skin is the same way of basically being called poor. And kids are now getting bullied because of their fucking Fortnite skin. So you got kids running around with a default Fortnite skin because their parents aren't going to. For me, if it were me, my kid wanted a Fortnite skin, I'd tell him to go fuck himself. Not really. I wouldn't say that like that. But what I basically. I just wouldn't have a kid. I would just basically say no. And the reason I'll tell why them to find new parents or the, or say get it for I'll fucking give it to you for Christmas or some shit. I'll <laughs> buy you new new fucking Fortnite skin for Christmas or some bullshit. I'm not going to go fucking and, and like I explain this. You ever heard of the band Local H? Nope. <sighs> I know. The level of disappointment is so is high right now. The the former drummer of this very well-known rock band that you apparently you don't know about. Yeah, um, I listen to rap. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were one of those. So, anyway, there's a well-known rock band called Local H, and they're from around Zion. They're from Zion. And they're pretty well-known around the world. Are they? Yeah, they are. They've been on MTV. I've never heard of them. They... You've heard them on the radio, I guarantee. Oh, no, you haven't. You don't listen to rock music, so... <laughs> or the radio. Um, Basically, so this drummer, I guess... Okay, you know the, Netf- there's, you know the movie Shark... Boy and Lava Girl. Mm-hmm. You know the movie that they made after that? I think so. We, yeah. we can be heroes kids. about their kids. Yeah. His son is in that movie. I know. He's a stretchy kid. Mm-hmm. Lion Daniels. No, I know. I know. Me and my, me and, uh, my girl talked about this actually because we watched it. So his dad, I know. I know him personally. My mom and him went to high school together. He, we're, we, me and him are friends on Facebook. I actually got music advice from him. So he made a Facebook post talking about his son, Lion, who's in that movie, was he's like, I'm he was made he made a post talking about it. He's like, I am so tired of this Fortnite shit, I'm about to just to get rid of this game. Mm-hmm. And I explained to him after this. I'm like, they do it on purpose. Oh yeah. I, I told him he's like, My kid is always wanting the next skin and I'm spending money on fucking V Bucks. And and they do that because they know that the kids are gonna howl on their parents about it. Exactly. And they'll appeal to their emotions like I'm getting made fun of in school. He's he was like, I don't know what to do. And I explained to him, I'm like, Don't cave into it. Yeah. And I told him this. I told him exactly this. I said they're the marketing the the marketing plan and I told him about the seminar. I sent him the video. I said, Watch this. I said the reason why your son is always begging for these new skins is because the company is purposely manipulating him to want them. And if you think about it, back in the day, if we were getting made fun of for wearing Walmart clothes, our parents weren't going out and buying us fucking Aeropostale and shit. Right. There's like, this is what you got. 
And so I, I took this information that I knew and told him, and granted, they've got some money and shit. They can afford this stuff. Of course. It's just he's fucking tired of it. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. He's like, well, how can companies get away with this? And I, Very easily. And I, I explain it to him because, like, the average person doesn't fucking know the shit that we yeah, know. Yeah, they don't pay attention. Not that they don't pay attention. It's just not information that makes their way. Well, they, I mean, the the reason that all this stuff works is because it's done so well. That's why I, I love psychology, because they do it in a way to where you don't truly notice it. Like, only higher-functioning people notice it. And it's you, even then, it's not for until after well, a all, while when yeah, they piece even, things together. I admit, I'm a, I'm very aware of, of the reasons why these things happen. And every once in a while, I'll fall into it. Exactly. And think about the average person. It's because we're, we're, we look into it. The average person just goes about their day and they don't think about it. And I, and I know what I'm getting into when I'm buying it. Exactly. And if I don't get it, I just don't keep buying it. But like, so when, uh, I'm, I mean, I'll put it to where the same. We'll put it to where, because we're gamers, so we get it. But someone that goes grocery shopping, and it's the same t- concept, but with groceries, they'll buy the, the most expensive shit because it's at eye level. That's the name brand stuff. The cheaper stuff and everything is, is higher up. It's, it's usually lower down. It's inconvenient to get. Right? Yeah. They make it that way, and it's psychologically done that way. Like the candy that's at the very end when you check out, you're like, oh. I'll get one. I'll get one of these. I'll get a couple. Yeah. It, it's the same concept because the people that go grocery shopping are, are thinking about that most of the time. Same with, with games. If you're a parent and you're not a gaming parent. You don't know. Yeah. You just. That, and that's oh, you why. you're a bitching kid. And this is one of the reasons why I'm glad I do shit like this because I was able to explain to him. And guess what? He stopped it. He stopped. He stopped feeding into it. I said, all you got to do is stop feeding into it. No matter how much you'll bitch and cry about it and get on your ass about it and complain, you just got to stop because eventually he will stop. Oh, yeah. And I told him, I said, basically what it is, it's manipulating his mind. He's like, how can companies get away with this? And I'm like, because it's technically not an illegal thing that they're doing. I would have, honestly, I would have told him the same way as like the, the Walmart clothes thing. That's the closest thing that makes sense. I, I didn't think about it at the time. That's fair. It was a couple years ago. And well, actually, it was about a year ago. And. It's it actually was about a couple of years ago, and it, when I explained this shit to him, it he stopped it, and his and now he, look at what his kids in fucking movies now. He's not fucking sucked into Fortnite and doing whatever. Fair. So, like, I'm not saying that that's me doing that was what caused that to happen because I, I don't think that at all. But I will say that like me educating him on what these game companies do, oh yeah, probably helped him influenced, br- influenced him to not doing it anymore. Because he never complained about it ever again after I told him what it was. Because I mean, we we play a lot of Call of Duty, unfortunately, and lately, if you look at you look at the stores, it's nothing that we truly need. Right? No, it's all ooh ah shit. But they'll market it as like this skin is only for this season or like a limited like the time. Halloween shit. Yes, that's actually honestly the most recent one that I can truly think of. That was like that. I only got specifically. one. I got one because I liked it. I'm not. I got all three of them because I'm 100 guilty of it. But I got all three of them because I was like, I've never seen anything in Call of Duty that's been like name brand movie sh- character skins like that. That wasn't like yeah, a was real cool. person acting like a fake character, like uh, Alexandra. She's technically in the game, but she's not in the game. Right. 
Like it's just her her likeness or whatever. It's not even her voice. Exactly. But like they had actual saw, they had actual Leatherface, and who's the other one? Uh, that was a no. There was a, there was one more. It was a it was an electrical guy because it had the AK forty seven. Doctor, whatever the fuck his name is, but Doctor Zarkov or some shit. Yeah, something like that. I've but never who seen the, the movie. I never has who, him. Who, I don't know. The, that he's not in anything. He's just he not, is. Who? I can't what? think of what it is. I looked it up. The only thing I could find was the operator. He's in something. I know he There's is. There's a lot something. of rumors that he's actually fucking Jigsaw. With the real, like the the doctor from Jigsaw. Or the oh, guy from Jigsaw. That'd be interesting. But anyway. But there were, there were the whole characters. And I knew, and I was like, they're not going to sell these after Halloween. You're no, never going to find them. You're never going to see them again. And I was like, I want them. And I fell into it. You know it. how much? 100%. And you know, that's like, it's 80 bucks. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> that's $80. Because I bought all three of them. I, and I said, like, there's like, so you mean to tell me that if I want these, fuck, like, that's a whole I, new game. If I want these, I have to pay eighty dollars for this. Fuck no, that's twenty dollars more than a new game. Yeah, because each pack was twenty five bucks. Oh no! Did you spill? Just a little bit. All right, here. Party foul. Yeah, good job. But yeah, like they know what they're doing when they do this I shit. It. So I gotta um, clean my mess, everybody. So yeah, like, and that's that's why they do that shit because they know that people are gonna want it and they know they're gonna they're they're creating. Oh, and this actually comes. It's funny they're they're creating a demand. Why do you have so many napkins, huh? Are you? A, why do you have like nine napkins right there? Nine paper towels, just in, you know, in case like Same I needed to spill. Some, I spilled something. I needed to clean it up. All right, all right. Touche. Anyways, continue. So you know they create a limited supply on purpose for the demand. Yeah, and it's and it's funny that I bring this up because the same shit happened, and it it came out that Nintendo when they did that whole shit with the Mario games, that was intentional to create. Hundred percent. They created a limited supply because it would make more money because there'd be more demand. And they, it's weird because we don't even look at it the same way. What do you mean? We don't look at it as the same way as the loot boxes because it was like whole games. It's like limited edition stuff that right. we'll see. Right, even though it is exactly the same thing. In a sense. Not exactly. Yeah, in a sense, it's the same, it's the same thing. It's the same idea and same manipulation. But not Same manipulation. Same. I'll, I'll but, give it that. But, but different product. Yeah. So with this loot box shit, let's keep going. Um so many game many gamers do ascribe no many gamers do ascribe discrete financial values to loot box contents based on purchases on resale price, suggesting that many loot boxes meet existing criteria for gambling regulation, the authors wrote. The big spenders, the crucial five percent of the industry, can spend more than seventy pounds or a hundred dollars a month on loot boxes, the report said. People do that now, and yeah, it's even cosmetic. But those are not necessarily wealthy people who, who earn lots of money. Our research, therefore, demonstrates that the game game developers, unwittingly not or not, appear to be generating outsized loot box profits from at-risk individuals. These are likely to include both people with gambling problems or problematic patterns of video gaming. You no- know what I think uh, ties into it, too? They What? Uh, for the sense of, at least that I know of, like that COD does, they will, like a new weapon that comes out. Right. Technically, you can unlock it 
or you can, you can buy, buy the, the store. skin, like the new sniper rifle and cold the Cold War sniper rifle, which by the way is dog shit. So don't buy it. Uh, mostly the attachments, but it's still ass. <laughs> it's 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 a three round rifle, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be an anti material rifle. What they're gonna do? They're gonna buff it. They need to buff it. No, well, they and one I know they will because it's a beast in Cold War. Yeah, in multiplayer, the thing will fucking kill you in one shot, no matter where you're hit. And in right now, it's so ass, but it's also so new. They're gonna be like, which is no weird because usually it's it. the other way around. When it they release a new gun in Warzone, no. it's fucking OP. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think when war, the Warzone weapons first came out for Cold War, they all sucked ass. Yeah, but then when the Fafar came out, like when you can unlock the Mac Ten and the, the Fafar, Fafar's the, been in the game the whole time. Not, the, not the Fafar. The Mac Ten wasn't. True. So, but there's, I mean, there, there's those ones. The, the that guns, I think they intentionally so the, did so that. The, so the guns in the season pass are were have always been OP. The Growl was one of them. Yeah. Okay. So that's what it is. It wasn't in the season pass. So the Growl was one of them. The Amax was one of them. Like. The SPR was one of them. Mm-hmm. So all these super OP guns that eventually got nerfed, all were OP coming out of the fucking season pass. But the cra- the interesting thing is you didn't have to buy the season pass to get them. No, but they they kept them up pretty goddamn far in the season pass. You, had, you just had to get, I mean, you had to level up. Unless you were one of those guys that all they do is play this. And here's here's how it worked, okay? So you have people like Nick Merck, Symphony... Like Tim the Tatman, all those guys that will just go straight up and buy the entire season pass. When they they'll unlock out. everything, yeah. And they'll rank up these guns, get all the good attachments, figure out the good attachments, and then make videos of them. While everyone is still ranking up their season pass, next thing you know, within a couple of days, you find out this new gun is insanely OP. So guess what? Now everybody's caught on to it, so they're going to buy the rest of the season pass. And I mean, I, th- I think uh, I truly believe that they so like streamers like us even though we're small in general video game developers understand that type of power and they use it and they utilize that in this psychology yep they're like oh nick marks is using it that's why it's it's actually funny that you bring that up because of the streamers that i network with we've all agreed we're not going to make videos about metaguns because we know Activision is doing is purposely making metaguns the way they are and putting them high up in the season pass so that when we do unlock it and we because they're banking on us creating content out of it and saying, yo, this is the new gun, blah, 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 making a TikTok video out of it so that people will buy the rest of the season, buy that up to that point and they make a huge profit. Next thing you know, you're dropping like 50 bucks in the fucking season pass just so you can unlock that next gun. There are fallacies in it, though. Like what? Like the the Farah. Yeah, it's weird that you bring that up because I was also thinking that because I was going to use the Farah as an example, but the Farah is dog shit. It's ac- like it's accurate and it's not bad. It's not Warzone viable, but it's just it's like it doesn't hit. It doesn't hit at all. It's like a it's like a gun that you just want to. It was for a fun. gun. It was a gun that you could get. It was like as a laser beam when it came to accuracy, but it was a hit marker machine, kind of like. I the think M- so. I think the way they marketed that one was the skin for it, because it was the first. It was the one that had the changing skin. The that was like Black Ops Force type stuff, where the the skins would change. Yeah. Um, like when you you know when you were in uh, Blackout or something, and you would have like every two kills the camo would 
Advance or whatever. Yeah. That was the first. Oh, Mastercraft. That's what it was. The Mastercraft. No, the, the first, actually, the first Mastercraft was an AK. But it was like a cosmetic thing where it was like a ballistic missile and like the Mastercraft was when you went and inspected the, the gun. It would like try to take off like a rocket. I don't see it. See, I, the, I guess, but the Mastercraft guns before they became what they are now, the changing camo pattern was that the gun was unique in its own way. That like when you went to do an inspection, they had, the I gun, think they had both. And the, 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 at least well, in Black Ops Four. Well, the, the black the the AK that had the ballistic missile on it, its Mastercraft print was the rocket launch. Like you you set up a countdown and it fucking started to take off in your hand, well, and you were like, you're like it's like you're trying to hold it back from taking off. That was the first ever Mastercraft that I ever saw. I specifically remember one from Blackout. It was the it was an SMG, and it had a little. Uh, okay, so you're thinking about the, uh, the older. I'm talking about in this. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So the first Mastercraft gun that I saw in Warzone was the AK. I've never seen it. It because it. They had it in the store for a little bit, and then, then now it's gone. You know, you know it's not actually gone. Oh no! You can actually go into the guns, and that's what it is. Why go is away, Jody. That's my mom. Oh, never Hang mind. On. We're gonna pause. Hey, what's up? We're gonna pause for mama. Hello. What's up? So my mom and her coworker called. Usually, when my mom calls. Oh, me, was it a coworker? I thought it was your sister. No, it was her coworker. Um, usually Were they drunk on the job? No. So one's clearly on they drugs. both have. It was a three-way call. Um, they both have had surgery. Maddie, my mom's coworker, had surgery on her shoulder. My mom had surgery on her back and a hysterectomy. You know why they called a hysterectomy? Uh, why? Because uh, back in the day when it was first a thing, there it was seen as taking the hysteria out of a woman. Weird. Anyway, so they wanted me to mention them, so I'm going to mention them. Hi, Mom. Go. Hi, Maddie. Y'all are fucking high-ass retards. Thank you for calling me at eight, at almost 9 o'clock at night. You I know appreciate what my favorite you guys, part is, though? And I love you guys. What? I think my favorite part is, what are the odds? I'm just kidding. You guys aren't retards. I do love you guys. You, uh, guys, are, you guys are good people. Mom, I love you. Just, I, I always love you. Maddie, I mean, I, I, have, I don't know what to fucking say about you. <laughs> I think my favorite part is that your mom's name is Jody, and then you ended up joining the Army. And then your cunt of an ex left you the way that she did. Yeah, but not for Jody. As far as you know. <laughs> hmm. What? What? You were destined. From the, <laughs> from the you were destined for all of this. Yeah, I guess. All because of a name. Maybe. <laughs> Where but, were we, anyways? I don't know. Yeah, we're talking about loot hang boxes. On. And yeah, yeah, guys. You, you also helped me lose my train of thought. And I appreciate you for that one. Um, Damn it, parents. Usually when my mom calls me late like this, it's because something happened. That's the only reason why I answered. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have rejected the call. <laughs> so wait, I, guy, did, she, I saw Jody. I'm like, what? So here, I'm going to tell a story. Mom, listen to this. Okay, I'm going to tell this story. because I've uh, And I, it still kind of holds true. When I was working as a roofer, my mom, for the first I don't know. I had been home. This was is my it before the ma- military or after? After this is my first summer home. I've been home for about five months at this time, four or five months. I had to work during the week. I had to be to work by seven in the morning, which is not early. Well, yeah, not from what you but, were used to. But with, I mean, now I'm. I have to be to work at six, so I got to be up at four. But anyway, um, 
because I had to be a, be to work at seven. But the thing was, like the jobs were often like northern Chicago areas, Lake Forest, Winnetka. I had to drive almost an hour to work every day, so I still had to get up at like four thirty in the morning to shower and get ready for work. <clears throat> My mom would call me at nine thirty at night, almost every fucking night, and talk about nothing. <laughs> and one day, because I was, and every time she did it, I was already in bed and I was already falling asleep. And one day she called me and I answered and I was so pissed off at this point because I had just fallen asleep. (laughs) And I said, listen, unless someone's fucking dead or dying, don't call me during the week at this time ever again. What time was it? It was like 930, 945 at night. Fucking grandfather. What? My grandfather has been dead since 2014. No, I'm saying like. It's nine thirty, and you're you're the way you're talking. It's it's like two in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't want to drag ass at work. My cousin owns the roofing company, so I didn't want to like go there being a shit bag. I wanted to get some sleep. Plus, my plus Stephanie also had to get up early as fuck to go to work too at the time. So we both had to be up really early. So we all went to bed at like nine nine thirty. I'm gonna refer to her as Cuntiny. From now on. <laughs> Please don't. I don't call her a cunt. She's a bitch, but she's not a cunt. That's the same to me. Yeah, well, for her, calling her a bitch was the same, was literally like calling her a cunt. When I said, you're a bitch, like she would just, she'd be like, what the fuck did you say? Yeah, <laughs> be so like, see, same, same. Same, same, but different. But anyway, um, so I straight up told mom, I said, unless someone's dying or it's in a fucking emergency or someone's dead, stop calling me this late. She and had, here we are. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, here we are. But- no, but I do love mom. She's she's great. Your baby boy loves you. Yeah, Maddie, I I don't know you that well to even fucking say anything. It's just like, hi, hi, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> so as uh as we were talking about these loot boxes over here, should we move on to the next topic? No, we, I'm, I'm, got... we were still in the middle of talking about something. Where are we? I don't know. We got three topics left, bro. We can we can fly through them. Um. We, yeah, we were talking about, like, so the, the manipulation behind them. Yes. Uh, oh, shit, there was more to that article, too. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Oh, so, anyway, our research, therefore, demonstrates that game developers, oh, we already read this. So, here's the article. So, the kids emptied our bank account playing FIFA. This is the one I told you where they drained the entire savings account. Yeah, yeah, um, Loot boxes, I blew my parents' savings. And EA, loot boxes aren't gambling. I've seen a YouTube video... Maybe it was a TikTok. I don't know. It was a YouTube video about a mother, and it was sent directly to, and I think it was on Twitter. I might have seen it. It was sent directly to Epic Games about Fortnite. She was like, I'm lo- I'm losing my mind. Like, my kids are taking my credit card. Like, they're buying these things. They keep asking me to do this. Like, they keep asking to buy these things. And she yeah. was losing her fucking mind. And the video made so much sense. Like, it was very logical, as erratic as it was. It made sense. I'm like, I've this more hashtag more reasons than I have fucking kids. The thing is, it's like these companies know that these parents are going insane with this shit. Absolutely. And these kids are fucking destroying these their parents' lives for doing this. And no, even though they don't know that they're doing that. They're just they're hooked on these fucking And they don't even understand when their parents e- get e- mad e- a lot of e- time. EA calls them surprise mechanics. They don't call them gambling. Oh yeah, of course. Because you can't, uh, if you call them gambling to even to a kid, they one they won't know what that means. Two, their parents will, 
So three, you can't you can't mark you can't officially quote unquote market gambling to a minor. No, yeah, and that's exactly why they don't they're avoiding it. They're trying to get out of it. So among the author's recommendations were, were that any regulations extremely precise definitions to avoid any possible workarounds, that loot boxes are included in game labeling and age ratings, that the odds of winning items clearly shown, including the average cost of an of enough loot boxes to obtain rare item, establishing spending limits and more. Dr. James Close, one of the report's authors from the University of Plymouth, said that the studying had established the link between loot boxes and problem gambling behaviors. He says, We have also demonstrated that at-risk individuals such as problem gamblers, gamers, and young people make disappropriate contributions to loot box revenues. Um, Gamble Aware's chief, Zoe Osman, said said the charity was increasingly concerned that the gambling is now part of everyday life for children and young people. Is now for politicians to review and research as well. And here's the other thing. Now that I'm reading this, for politicians to review and research. The second you start getting politicians involved, it's going to be lobbied with gaming. Gaming will change. Oh yeah, not for the better. It'll, it'll become. It'll, I mean, it'll be lobbied one way or the other. I Whoever know. pays the most money is and it's, what law is going to get passed. Right, and it's and for for me, like a lot of people have been arguing this. It's not so much that you guys are being shady and you're like manipulating people psychologically. It goes beyond that. Now we're starting to get the fucking now the government's starting to get involved and that's going to open up a whole new fucking avenue of shit that mm-hmm. nobody wants. Because that means games are going to get regulated by the fucking government. Yeah. And nobody wants the government getting their hands on fucking video game world because this is that is the literally the only thing we have that to get away from it. That's, once that happens it's not gonna. What's to stop? When we talked about Chicago banning fucking violent video games, there was even a time when senators of the U.S. government were getting involved. Like the senator, the the I'm sorry, a senator in Hawaii was getting involved with doing loot box regulations, and it was the interview that he had. You could tell this dude was a gamer. The interview he had with EA was fucking awesome because he fucking schooled the shit out of these guys to where the guy that the, that was representing the company that was there for the loot boxes. He wasn't prepared. Not even that he wasn't prepared, but he had no answer for anything. And then he would, and the center would counter him every single time. And he just kept having these non, these non answers to the questions. And he straight up said it like, basically is like, so are you telling me that you aren't, prepared or qualified to even talk about any of this so why are you in charge of this it was just like oh oh man like that dude fucking like and then with everything that happened like with covid and shit that immediately had to stop so it was like the loot box discussion like went out the window because real other political issues started to come to light and see blame covid it wasn't even COVID. This happened before COVID. So, like, other political issues came into light to the point where, like, that ended up having to go to the wayside. So, it was just one of those things where it just it started and it was going well, and then it had to stop because other things happened. Um, Very true. Uh, so, let's see. A spokesperson for UK National Games Industry body said that the game companies are already taking action on the issue. I doubt that. Hmm. 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 
Are they? Oh, no, they're taking action, all right. Probability disclosure has already been introduced to the major game platforms. A new paid plat- random item descri- descriptor was added to the Peggy Age rating system. Oh, by the way, the, the fucking um, the rating, the guys that do the rating for games. Oh, that's who it was. The senator was talking to the fucking e- one, a, a rep from the ESRB. The anonymous people that we no, know nothing e- about? No, ESRB are the guys that do the video game ratings. Uh, I'm thinking of the movie ratings. No. So the, he, so one of the representatives from the ESRB was there to talk to the senator, and he straight up had, like, he was like, what actions are being taken place to make sure that, like, you know, the like these kind of loot boxes and stuff aren't being used improperly and by the wrong people? And he was basically didn't have an answer for him. And it was just like you're you're not concerned with the fact that there are children out there that are just being that are being susceptible to like habitual spending on these on these loot boxes and it's gambling. And it's like that was who it was. It was and then the ESRB they basically changed their ratings to to reflect the loot boxes, but in a way where it doesn't directly reflect the fact that they are fucking gambling. Pretty much, yeah. I so, think I I truly feel the way they're getting away with it. Is they're not they're making it to where it's quote unquote cosmetic only, and they're saying, well, you can get it in the game anyways with uh with just you know a little bit longer gameplay. Yeah, no, it's fucking stupid. So, um, with that, you know the you know the fucking loot box thing is, it's a discussion that's going to keep coming up until it goes away it's true we could go on for even longer i mean we've been doing this podcast for two years and we still bring up loot boxes every so often like at least once a month it comes up all right so let's talk about e3 2021 we've damn near talked about it almost every episode in some way shape or form i know so e3 2021 um there was a lot of talks that e3 was talking about making everybody have to pay to watch the event because it was going online online only this year yeah, because they couldn't make money from ticket sales or right. like anything like that. Um, and the fucked up thing was that everyone was like, are you fucking kidding me? Was the fact that E3 has always been free when you watched it on stream. But they were going to paywall it because that was going to be their fucking revenue, apparently. Yeah, because, I mean, in a sense, I, I get it in a way. Like, from a business aspect, you're like, we're not going to make any money. E3 just needs to fucking tickets. go away. Any- well, here's the thing. Okay, so does E3 really need to sell fucking tickets, in all honesty? If they go online only, does it really fucking matter if they sell tickets? Because it's not like that they need to have, like the reason why they sell the tickets is to, is to pay for these companies to be there or pay for the vendors and pay for the food and whatever the fuck else they have going on there. Like, do do you really need to sell? Like, aside from that, you're not like... You have no spending involved with this, except for using online assets. Hmm. So how? What, what the fuck is the point? Like, if, it, like other than that, if you don't have it this year, why would you consider charging anybody anyway? So you're gonna charge people to see a streamed event that was already free to watch when it was streamed in the first place? Because it was every in year their, in their every, eyes, they're like it's only streamed. So they're like they they use it as a way to make money. Yeah. So um, with the backlash that that got. E3 has announced that E3 2021 will be a free online-only event. The ESA confirmed this. 
said following the reports that E3 would be returning this year as a digital event, the Entertainment Software Association has now officially confirmed that E3 2021 will be an online-only affair and will be free to watch. Taking place on the 12th to the 15th June, E3 will return as reimagined all-virtual event, allowing developers to showcase their latest games and news. Now, here's the thing. I bet we'll have to wear masks when we watch it, though. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them and their fucking masks. So, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. So... The reason why I think E3 just needs to go away entirely is because Sony has pulled out of E3. Microsoft has pulled out of E3. So who the fuck else is left? A lot of actually, I don't think Microsoft pulled out. I think that might be wrong. I know, I know that's I know Sony did, and a lot of these, um, a lot of these big companies that pulled out of E3 have their own digital events. Yeah. So a lot of these gaming publishers have also. Oh, EA was another one that pulled out. EA wasn't having e- wasn't doing e- this was before E3 was canceled last year. So the thing was all of these companies have to pay E3 to be at them. And a lot of times I don't even think they're ready to even present too cuz people will see gameplay and they'll be disappointed too. And well the thing is they have their own event on top of E3 every year. And that's what they truly prepare for. Yeah, they prepare for their event. And the, so for E3 um it, it doesn't seem more like backlash. It doesn't make sense to have. Th- th- they're just like, why would I spend? It, it just costs more money for them to be at E3 and also have their own event. So it's like, we don't. They don't need to be at E3. So that's why Sony pulled out of E3 out of E3 and, and hasn't come back. That's why I wonder if it's because they don't have to rush. As that much that too, too, they can prepare for their own event. Yeah. So a lot of these, a lot of these publishers, a lot of these uh, big companies have been doing their own events. For their reveals, outside of E3, you, so but they have to pay for those events though. No, you don't. Um, the these events like started happening before E3 was ever canceled because of what of the times that we're in now. So it was already prevalent that E3 was kind of dying out because all of these publishers were leaving E3 to do their own thing, and honestly. At first, I was like, "Well, that fucking sucks," but at, like realistically, and like that seems to be better that way, because like a Sony event is a lo- is a multi day, sometimes even also a long event of just straight up Sony shit. Yeah. Then Microsoft, same thing. Bethesda, same thing. EA, same thing. Like they just they they're just event that they host themselves. Well, Bethesda is Microsoft now, so yeah, Bethesda <laughs> is Microsoft now. You, uh, <clears throat> listen to the other podcasts. Um. So we're we're evolving this year's E3 into a more in, in, inclusive event, but we'll still look to excite the fans with major reveals and insider opportunities that make this event an indispensable center stage for video games. I feel like most of these quote unquote reveals are disappointing. Here's the thing: because they're not true. Re- it's like a little ten second fucking snippet, here's, and they're like, "That's the reveal." Here's the thing, though. What can there be possibly shown at E3 that we don't already know is coming out? And the reason why I say this is because over the summer, we had this this huge event who also, the, the former guy that ran E3, he left E3 last year. And then he started his own video game conference where it was an entire summer-long event where each week there was new shit showcased by each different publisher and it was like the summer of gaming or some shit like that where all summer like all summer long 
for the course now all summer long, but for the course of like two months, two or three months each week, there was something new from a different publisher where they showcased everything they had coming up this year and the next year and next. So they could truly focus on it. So the next following years. So, and then each yeah. So each week it was like it was just that one person. So that that one week would be EA. EA just had their own thing for that, and that was the only thing you got. Next week would be Nintendo, and the next week would be Sony. And the next week would be Microsoft. And then the next week would be this or this or this. So it was, and then every once in a while, like they would have a week where they had multiple, like smaller companies that would be at the same time. So it was a summer long event by the former, former um, guy who ran E3. I can't remember his fucking name doing this. So it's like, what could E3 possibly show us that wasn't already showcased in the summertime? All this is, it feels like is, is to me is it's, gonna be just games that we know are coming out but that we might not necessarily have seen yet all right so here's the show so far has been backed by nintendo xbox capcom konami ubisoft take two interactive warner brothers game warner brothers games and coke media that already that that's already a solid lineup and the esa promises there are more to come Although it's worth noting, Sony appears to once again be a, be absent. <laughs> Didn't I just say this? Yes. Suggesting the company may be skipping the show after for a third year in a row. The third e- time's a charm. Yep. The ESA's heavy emphasis on being free events is likely in response to a report claiming the ESA had pitched plans to put some content behind a paywall. Understandably, this idea didn't sit too well with many many online. And the ESA swiftly stepped in to reassure fans that there would be no elements of E3 behind paid paid for pass on, or paywall. Last year's E3, of course, was canceled due to COVID nineteen pandemic. And although this year promises to bring promise of vaccines, it seems that we're we're way off from return to massive line of live events. Bullshit. No, we're not. Uh, have you not seen any sporting or anything? The ESA has certainly taken a more cautious approach this year, but it said it looks forward to welcoming guests. To an in-person show in 2022, providing I'm calling it now, E3 will not be a thing next year. I don't think E3 is going to be a thing anymore. I think they're going to completely stop after this. You heard it here first. I feel like that E3 is going to not have a good turnout this year. In fact, I think how it's going to go is that you're going to see a handful of new shit and a boatload of shit we already saw coming. You know what I wonder though? What? If it'll be, if they're going to count, then so I think it'll end up being like someone's going to pull it up and then they'll just walk away from their computer. Kind of like how people do with streams, but it still counts as a view. Yeah. And they're going to, they're going to pull those numbers. Oh, 100%. And the thing is, it's like, like, we had record numbers. I don't even think they're going to say they have record numbers. I think they're going to have record low because all the events that have already taken place and you have all these other publishers that are still, because let's be honest, Microsoft is still going to have a Microsoft event. Mm hmm. Like the only ones that are probably going to stick around, uh, Ubisoft is still going to have a Ubisoft event, and they're going to hold their best stuff for their event. Yeah, the only ones that are even ever going to be involved anymore. In fact, fucking Nintendo. So you got Xbox, you got Microsoft, Nintendo, and Ubisoft. Those three right there will have their own events. They mm-hmm. they do every year on top of E3. So it's eventually going to come to a point where those top three are going to be like, there's no need for us to go to E3 anymore. So they're going to stop doing E3. They're going to look at it and be like. Well, like we basically just did the same thing again. When in reality, it in most scenarios it's reversed. Where if all these different play, people have their own thing, 
then an event comes in like E3 and it's like, well, why don't we all just do it together? We're going backwards because so E3 sucks it, ass. It, it flip-flopped in the way that of this. E3 was the reveal event and their own events were a more in-depth like view of, yeah. the, of what they're releasing. So they could still do that. But Sony is doing it on their own anyway. So where they're gonna, they actually, I think Sony has multiple events every year now. So they do a reveal and they do their own like in-depth showcase. Well, I mean, they got the money for it. So they do have the money for it. But it seems like fucking Microsoft does too. So why not? Nintendo, Nintendo actually isn't doing too hot right now. But they eventually will. I mean, they still have the money for it, but. Not like Sony and Microsoft do. No, so they have the built-up money for it. They just don't have the the current revenue to justify it. Right. So I I predict that if they do have like I don't think they're gonna have an E3 next year because a lot of the big names are probably gonna just have their own shit. So X like Xbox, how it's gonna go for Microsoft is that Xbox is eventually gonna have its own shit, and probably before next year's E3. Because Microsoft is looking to, like, with all these acquirements that they've been getting, there's no reason why they shouldn't. They're going to eventually be like Sony. Um, Nintendo. Nintendo might stick around because they just all, ultimately, they can't afford it like Sony and Microsoft will. So maybe Nintendo will stick around. But Ubisoft, maybe even Ubisoft will probably stick around. But I don't see Microsoft sticking around. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to eventually come to a point where everyone's going to take, you know, take note of that and start doing their own shit. And E3 is just going to go away. And I think next year they won't have it because everyone's just going to do that because Microsoft is going to fucking have a Microsoft event sometime this year anyway. I think I think it'll be it won't be until those major companies And then away. and then the games the summer of games if they do that again this year where they showcase where everybody showcases shit throughout the summer mm-hmm. then there will be no reason for E3 to exist. E3 will just be like, "Hey, guess what? This is what's coming." Well, why why don't these? Unless why, they capitalize on that's pretty much what all that they are. Well, e like e three has been changing. Like when they last e three was the one where Keanu Reeves was there. You're breathtaking and shit, and they showed. Oh, that's where all the memes came from. And their whole model, and this is why the the guy left e three. The ESA was talking about turning e three into a more celebrity focused event. Um, so celebrities will will like fucking promote the games and stuff, and it'd be like stuff like when they saw the success of Keanu Reeves, E3 2021 was supposed to be more of that. The only reason that it was successful because he was literally in the fucking game, right? So they were gonna they were gonna have it was influencer based. That's what that's the word I was looking for. So they said that oh E3, that, now that I can see E3 2021 was supposed to heavily be an influencer based event. Where influencers like it's just influencers playing the games. Now that I could actually see as viable for working for them, because you know they're gonna actually, they're gonna get it, people like Tim Tatman. I see it going the opposite. And I the, don't. And the reason why I see it going the opposite is because their numbers aren't gonna do too hot. And like you see these fucking people play these games all the time anyway yeah but it's you, gonna be it's it's gonna be marketed to where it's like on the big state and it's like the first and time it's gonna be so it. it's gonna be so obvious that it's fucking like it's gonna be scripted to us yeah even still like like most people that watch e3 are big time are, are people that are heavily into gaming 
So they're going to notice like it was it's it's gotten more obvious with the way that fucking game trailers are coming out, like the fucking scripted gameplay. That's like they're not actually fucking playing and the fucking talks, the way they talk to each other in the trailers isn't real. Mm-hmm. And like you can totally tell that all that shit's fake. It's just for the show. And it's eventually going to come. It's going to look like that. Like if, if they're going to go this influencer based shit, it's going to start. Everyone's going to realize like this is just a fucking show. Or or like they're being paid to give a positive review of it. Exactly. No one's going to believe any of it. So if the numbers are going to die because of that. So if they go this influencer-based, it's not going to... Sure, it'll help them because like, oh, Tim the Tatman's going to play this new game? Sure, you'll get a few people that are like, I want to watch Tim the Tatman because I like Tim the Tatman. And then it's going to be like, this was kind of weird. Like it, it, At first, it'll probably do well. I don't ever see it doing well after the first time. They're. I think they're going to do it well to where they're going to pick the influencers that they know can pull it off. That, it's not even about pulling it off. It's like, who, which influencers are you going to pick? The, well, so, like, honestly, Tim the Tatman is a good one for them to pick because he's just naturally funny and just, like, a a random guy, right? So you, they're going to bank off of him just being that and incorporating it into the game selling. Right. Oh, whatever. I don't think I I still stand by that. I think the E3 is going to fucking die out. I don't think I think next year, if anything, I, there won't be one next year or next year will for sure be the last one. I think it'll die out, but I don't think it'll be next year. So, let's talk about Sony real quick. Sony is reportedly remaking The Last of Us for PS5 as it chases big hits. All because it pulled out of E3. Yeah. <laughs> Sony and the reportedly in the working another Naughty Dog's Last of Us, the first released in 2013, the PlayStation Naughty 3. Dog. Yeah, you didn't like know? the same people that made Crash Bandicoot. Not anymore. They don't make it. Well, no, I know that. I thought yes. that. I thought that Naughty developer Dog. died. Like that no. company was like, nope. Go- oh. uh, what was that? What the uh, fuck? That, what was that? They're gog- uh, 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 uh. <laughs> But the- I'm gonna hate this part of the video. But the the Naughty Dog died because they made Spyro, I think. Yeah, they did. And, like, we're ready for another Naughty Dog production. They made the Uncharted series. I didn't play it. It's really good. It it really is. If you've never played Uncharted, you need to. But I swear I thought they died, though. Nope. Like, their development died. Nope. Nope. They're still around. Like, they got, I think they got bought out then. Like, all their rights got got bought out by somebody and they, like, Revive the yeah, name. Yeah, they got bought by Sony. I think they just revived the name. No, they Sony kept Sony bought them. Well, they have the the rights to. So they died. Notice but how they have the rights. Notice how to like it. all of these the, name. the Last of Us, Uncharted, all of these Naughty Dog titles are fucking PlayStation I, I exclusives. Don't, I don't know. So you're the one with the podcast, so I'm just a guest. The release in 2013 for the PS3 followed by the PS4 remaster in 2014. The latest version of the game is intended for a PS5 and will reportedly feature the gameplay and graphical improvements introduced in 2020's Last of Us Part 2. So they're basically going to be redo the whole game based off of like again. How, which it's, just, it's the same you know, thing. It's going to be funny because that one's going to perform better than The Last of Us 1 again. or 2, I promise you. Bloomberg reports the remake status as part of a broader reorganization of Sony's first-party developer studios, which are struggling with the conflicting goals of the company's desire for larger, blockbuster-scale projects from its major studios and the smaller, less lucrative passion projects from its smaller teams. 
The Last of Us remake is one such project. The remake was originally started, started by Sony's Visual Arts Service Group, an internal team that largely provided support work for art, animation, and development on Sony's other studios on bigger projects such like Spider-Man or the Uncharted games. But the Visual Arts Service Group aspired to work on its own games and figured that lower-cost remakes of the popular Sony franchise would be a good place to start. I'm I'm telling you, it, it should just be named. It should just be renamed the Last of Our Ideas, leading to rumors of last year of a secret new Sony studio in San Diego. But Sony largely ignored these efforts. It tentatively approved the Visual Arts Service Group's remake project, but refused to give a team an expanded budget for the remake. The project was then moved back to the series creator Naughty Dog, where it's apparently still in development with the arts Visual Arts Service Group assisting, as usual. It's worth nothing that all these projects are still apparently fairly early on, so there's plenty of time for Sony's plans here to change regarding if, if when, or how these games will actually be are released. So it's not even confirmed that they're going to do it. They're working on it, but Sony can still say, yeah, quit. It's still, uh, to me, I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's still the last of our ideas. Yeah, I know. We're out of ideas. And along with that, it's funny to say this, but Sony reportedly passed on the Days Gone 2 in favor of a new Uncharted game. So Bend, the developer of... Let's the- just remake old games because we don't know what to make anymore. Well, Days Gone was a weird game. because Originality is gone. Me- mechanically, the game was fucking dog shit. But for some reason, it stuck around because a lot of people liked it. But a lot of people didn't. So the game was very, like, the shooting mechanics sucked, the driving mechanics sucked, and, like, the story was, wasn't was bad. It was just wasn't great. Um, uh, so it says, with the PS5 still very early in its lifespan, there's a lot of mystery as to what Sony has planned for the console over the next couple of years. The company has kept most of its inner workings close to the chest. New reports may have revealed that massive shifts going on in the publisher. According to a new report, developer Ben pitched pitched Sony on a sequel to Days Gone, but Sony decided against it, putting the studio on a new Uncharted game. So they are not going to be... So Naughty Dog's not making the new Uncharted game. They want the same guys that made Days Gone to make the Uncharted game, which is weird to me. Never played either, so I don't have... Well, why wouldn't Naughty Dog make the Uncharted game? They want them to focus on what? The Last of Us? So I mean, if they're telling them to, to to focus on one game, then I'm supportive of that. So this news comes from a massive report at Bloomberg, written industry insider Jason Schreier, who is really good at at. at this, this is not the first time we've talked about him. No, it's not, and it won't be the last. So Sony Bend is in the studio that developed 2019's Days Gone. Sony Bend, that's the name of the studio. According to the report, Ben tried to pitch Sony on a sequel to Days Gone back in 2019. However, Sony turned them down mainly due to the game's critical shortcomings. Sony reportedly then sent them sent some of the team to Ben to work on a multiplayer game with Naughty Dog. The rest of the studio was then reassigned to work on a new title in the Uncharted franchise under Naughty Dog's supervision. Oh, that makes sense then. Ben recently requested to be taken off of the Uncharted and is now apparently working on a new IP. Ooh, so they're making a new game. And this report is indeed, if this report is indeed accurate, that would confirm that a new Uncharted game is currently in development. Though it's unclear what the current state of the project is, if is if Ben was just taken off of it. So that means like a small Naughty Dog team is probably doing it. 
This report is also a peek into how Sony runs things internally and what it prioritizes. Days Gone was a financial success, but failed to get some of critical responses and level prestige as Uncharted or The Last of Us. Sony has yet to publicly comment on any news of the report, which includes on alleged remaster of The Last of Us. Well, wow, what a good segue. Right? We'll be sure to follow up with any updates in the story. I did not realize that these two stories would cor- would correlate with each other. Once again, when we don't truly prepare before we come to the podcast, you guys you know, are learning at the funny. same time as we are. It's funny. Like, we don't prepare, but yet we somehow piece it together very well. Like, we like we prepare, like, we get the articles, and we're like, yeah, let's, let's talk about this. But in reality, like, we don't truly you know, get So when I give you when I give you the it. topics, I give them an order of the dates that they were. We, I think, I'm going to say, we just want it to be as genuine as possible. Yeah. And not scripted. It's more enjoyable that way. I don't like scripting shit, and I also don't like editing shit. There's only been one time that I've ever cut anything out of the podcast. Which was? We name-dropped somebody, and we were talking shit about them. Uh, because we didn't like this person. Oh, nah, fuck it. Truth hurts. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember exactly what the conversation was. And then I paused it, and I'm like, do we really want to be talking about this? And yeah. he's, he's like, no. I'm like, we're like, no. And we decided to just... And the thing is, I don't even remember which episode it was, and... Only I would have known that that was taken out, and you would never have guessed because the way I cut it was in a way that you would never have guessed that any, there was ever a cut there. See, if if it was me, it, I would be like, nah, fuck it. No, see, I, I couldn't because at the time I was still friends with the fuckhead. But so. in reality, I mean, we haven't cut any of... Well, it was uh, like we Casey were talking Cakes about. We were talking about. Anybody. Oh yeah, we. <laughs> Dude, in retrospect, I probably should have. It's not like they <laughs> no, listen. Don't you fucking dare! Not like they listen to the podcast anyway. Don't I you, mean, I'll send it to them. Please don't. <laughs> I know. I know Casey is not into me. I can totally tell that she's not into me. What was the other one? What was the one that played with you? Who is Vi? Day? No, no, no. Redhead one, Steffi. That's the one. Yep, she's the one that's gotta listen now. Please don't do that. <laughs> Don't make her listen to it. I won't make her. I'll be like, hey, have you checked out the podcast lately? You might like it. Um, <laughs> I just don't want to be embarrassed because I still I still talk to and play with these people. That'd be glorious. That'd be the best. Like if she she listens to it and she just she's all nonchalant about it and then just casually brings it up in the middle of a game. And you're like, wait, wh- excuse me, what? Oh wow, you actually what, heard that part? What did you say? Oh so, yeah, <clears throat> you, you don't see me like that. Like no, I, I don't. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> it's not against you. It's just you know, I have it's like so negative. there's some there's like there's some okay, have confidence. So, the some the streamer girls that I do like, it's not it's one of those things where it's like so, like with Casey Cakes, and I always say like I think my personality just does not mesh with hers, and that's why she doesn't like me. Like she would never like me like that. But does your penis mesh with hers? That's not the fucking point, is it, Doc? It might be. It's you've not, already, though. We've already talked the about thing, it. Okay, so here's That's the thing. The goal. Here's the thing. I'm very... Here's here. I guess the way that I... Here's the only way I could put it. Like, our personalities. She's very... Like, the world is great. Every, people are good. And I'm just like, people are bad. And I would kill a lot of them if I could. And, like, you know, I'm just like, I'm the darkness. And she's the light. She's living under a rock. Well, no, she's not living on a rock, but she tries to see the good in people. And she does. She genuinely tries to see the good in people. So, but me, I know that people aren't good. 
So I think she's just she doesn't hasn't experienced a lot. I, I, neither it doesn't really matter. The whole point is just like her personality That's is, what I mean. is very like you know she's she's very pure hearted when it comes to things, and I'm just so cold and broken. Well, yeah, people that I feel like people that are that pure of heart are because they they haven't had the the misfortune of being exposed to a lot. No, the thing is, like, she also only knows how I am via stream. When it comes to if if honestly, if I were to ever, which will never happen, maybe, but if <laughs> if I if me and her ever hung out together, it would be completely different. She would see like, oh, you're not that kind of person that you see that I see on stream, even though most of the time when you see me on stream yeah that's that's how i am when i'm fucking playing video games how i am outside of video games is completely different i disagree okay maybe not completely different <laughs> but it is a bit different so it's like personality wise you, like, you don't yell at the people at the bar no i don't i'm like <laughs> you fucking retard and fucked shit. up my drink no I, I don't do that i'm very like i would like i to get a, i'm a very drink, i'm a very nice person i get along with everybody this i isn't don't what i ordered I apologize, but I'm sorry. It's not what I ordered. Or I'm the kind of guy that I'm like, it's not what I ordered, but I'll, I'll drink it just to try something new. Even to, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But like, can confirm when it when it, when it comes to that kind of shit, it's just like I'm very, I can be passive aggressive. I know how to diffuse a situation. I'm not the kind of guy like I'm sure. Like when you see me on stream, you would like if if you don't know who I am outside of a stream. You would see me on stream and think immediately, like, "Oh, he's the guy at the bar that fucking goes nuts." I disagree, but then again, I do this as a li- for a living. So. The, the th- well, okay, yeah, you disagree because psychologically, you know how people are. But I'm talking about the average person that comes to my stream and watches me thinks I'm a nuts. They think I'm crazy. They think I don't. I mean, even if, I mean, I don't watch a lot of streamers. I, I, still... I tell crazy stories. I'm I do I, but I do that for the fucking entertainment value. I yeah, that's what I would I would still see it as as that. Now if I now let's say I ever met Casey like let's say ever I outside of streaming, let's say I met her through a friend, and I didn't know her and I didn't know her that well, I would never act the way I do on a stream to her, towards her or not towards her, um around her. Because I would not want to convey that kind of personality as a first impression. Whereas on stream, it's like you're coming in the stream. It's like I look at my streams as like me acting that way will bring you back. I'm the same. I'm just the same person. I'm the same person to a degree. I'm still the same person. Like I, I'll be a little bit extra at at times, but I'm just always extra, as you can see. Um, the uh. The thing is, that's why I'm just like, no, nah, don't tell her that I have a crush on her because I know that she, I don't, th- she is definitely going to be like, I don't see him like that. Like, I wouldn't tell her. I would just be like, have you heard the podcast? <laughs> They're pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I want to say yes, but I don't want to say no. But the, th- the thing is, it's like. I would tell her, but I feel like she'd be pretty upset about some of the things that I say on this thing, on this podcast. No, nah, I think only a sensitive person would be, honestly, because you, you you can tell that it's just it's it's fun banter between two people, but you can tell it's it's in like joking manners. Yeah, I to where like if someone took it seriously, I'd be like, you're clearly here, not the person. So for the me. thing is, it's like dark humor fuels me. It's it. I love dark humor. Because it's like one of those things, like with DMX. First thing I, f- I said when he, when I found out he died, I'm like, who's going to give it to us now? Very first thing that popped in my mind. <laughs> and 
And like my buddy was like, "Isn't that too soon?" I'm like, "Your girl's calling you." You don't know who that is? No. Do you want me to answer? Is that a Snapchat call? I think it is. You want me to answer it? No. Continue. <laughs> is this a, is this like an old thing that you don't remember? No, that's like one of my friends, and I don't know why she's calling me. That's weird. Does she live around here? No. She's in California. Wow, that's weird. Anyway, what if she's in danger and you just rejected her call? Shouldn't call me during podcast. Wow, dude. <laughs> the the Night Stalker is back. <laughs> it just made me think of when your mom called. You're just like, don't call me unless someone. At this time, I'm doing a podcast. If she if she texts if she texts you or calls you again, it's probably some something urgent or something. Not likely. Well, anyway, so, um. The fuck was I saying? That oh, you like dark humor. So dark humor fuels me. I think things are funny that shouldn't be funny, only because it's like, it's how you get. That's how I got through hard times. Make jokes about it, like with the whole thing, like with, <laughs> I guess with the whole breakup thing, like dark humor fueled me, fueled me a lot, because it's just what it is. Or getting, or like anything in the military, like we always. Everything horrible that would happen, you would just make jokes about because yeah. that's that's just what you do to cope with it, and that's just that's how we deal with things. So, when it comes to dark humor, understand like if Casey, if you are actually listening to this and you're like Brock's crazy, I think if she's still listening at this point, we're doing pretty well. I, poof, I getting her to listen to this would probably be a fucking feat. No, 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 she's got to listen to the. Getting the, anybody to start listening to this is it's great for about forty five minutes. That's not true. That's what it gets way better. Speaking of, what are the stats from last week's episode? Uh, there are. I feel like right. we should have like went through this in the beginning, but twenty six plays. Not that bad. No. I mean, granted. I mean, the average around thirty something. It's still pretty good, though. I mean, and I, th- I think some people are still behind. Like I know Boiler is still behind. Yeah, I mean, the average audience is is thirty five. Not terrible. No, it's not terrible. Considering that, like when we started, the average viewers was zero. And the most I've ever really gotten for average viewers was like. It wasn't 11. zero. You said like the first episode, or maybe it was the second episode. Well, when you so when I because I hadn't posted since September, it zeroed out. So average viewers was zero, and then it went up because it, the average viewer, the average listeners goes up, based off of. Um, oh, so it's not total. It's not it's total. A, it's only no. an average. It's only an average. Oh, I mean, what it's, was and the, it's estimated too. Does it? It doesn't show you the total for each episode. It shows you the total number of plays. That's, that's what the, I mean. That's the total number of times that someone hit play. One point four k. Um, for the podcast. For this episode? No. For, or for the, the last episode? For the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. As a whole, every single episode that I've ever had, has this podcast itself has had 1.4K plays. So Okay, so it doesn't... So for the last two years, 1.4K You can't plays. look at individual episodes? You can. They're right here. That's what, okay, so how many plays does the last episode have? I said that, 26. That's what I meant. Right I, thought, I thought that was average. Plays so far, but it doesn't count. Like Some of them only count when you hit play. Not for how long they listened. 
so how it calculates a play is how many times someone hit play. It doesn't count how many t- how many of these are repeat plays. See, I can hit play on fucking this app that I have right here. Okay. And go back, and it'll be 27. Really? We're about to find out. Maybe not right now. Maybe it didn't update yet. So I don't think I think I feel like it's almost like Twitch, to where if it's the same person, it won't. No, it and does. An, I tried it, it it's out. It's in a different. I tried it out. It's in a different category. No, I tried it out. I tested this like a while ago. Maybe it changed now, but when I tried this before, depending on the app that you're using. So let's say that I'm listening on Castbox, which is what I normally. Well, yeah. Listen. So that's a, so it's this, Twitch is the same thing. So it's the same person, but they're on, or say it's the same account, but they're on their phone, and then they go to their computer. I only ever played it on my phone. So when I but went, I mean it's the same concept. So they 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 see it's a different it's a new view, but it, they categorize it differently. But like I I get what you're saying. It's because it's on a different app. Yeah. So, yeah. So like several of those plays are me. I know. At least or you. Three of them are because I've listened to the last one three times. Right. So like. Some of these average plays, so when you go to these plays and you look at them, you got to account that maybe like five or six of them are not anybody else but you for each time that you hit play to catch up, to start over from where you left off. I don't think it starts. I don't think it, it does. Counts that. It, do, it does. I tried it because on and certain apps it does. So like on CastBox, every time you hit play and listen for a little bit, it counts as one. There's gotta be more to it. No, there's like it really is as simple as that. Like every time you hit play, well, the, for Spotify stats, I don't think it's like it, that. No, it's not. Like on Spotify, it's like it goes based off of basically that. Like if you hit play, that person hit play, but and and listens to the episode, and then each play from Spotify after that is a different play. Whereas depending on the app, like Castbox, every time I hit play. It would tell me it it would go up. Mm. So we do have one more. Still, we still got one more topic. Though. We do, yeah. And it's the cool one. The cool one. Yeah, I was really to. interested about this. So Len- Lenovo unleashes new next mobile gaming powerhouse with the Lenovo Legion Phone Dual Two, introducing the world's first phone with integrated twin turbo fan cooling. What the fuck? Yeah. And intuitive octa trigger trigger controls. That's what I was talking about. It's got these little triggers on the end that are basically like bumpers. What? That basically makes it turns the phone into a controller. When Is this you a detachable thing? No, it's just part of the. It's just. I part can of see the phone. that being a a very easily broken thing. Maybe I. I mean, th- th- how do you put a tech- case? How do you put a phone case on this? Technology, you know, technology is crazy these days, man. So, powerful second gen Lenovo five G two. A 5G squared gaming smartphone built on advanced technology architecture 2.0 for horizontal usage supported by one complete thermal system. Virtual octa trigger trigger keys allow gamers to bind more weapons and tools to give them an edge in battle. Enhanced 44 what is MP 44 megapixel megapixel font uh, front pop up camera. And AI features give streamers a greater convenience and produces higher quality uh, selfies over previous gen. Updates to Lenovo Legion Realm uh, mobile app energizes gaming ecosystems with new store gaming news, content, and networking features. 
April 8th, 2021. Today, Lenovo announced announced the new uh, flagship gaming phone, Lenovo. Oh, we already, this is basically going over everything I just talked about. Wow. Like, imagine. It's like, I see it as like the Switch, but way more versatile. So, like, I mean, we got some badass games on our phone. Like one, I I'm not much in. But phone using games the phone has always been the issue. Exactly. That's well. There's you a guy. Use the screen. Oh, here's the here's the buttons right here. You ever tried to use like COD Mobile or something or like uh, I think I remember trying to. Play. Yeah. So I got a guy that I work with who plays COD Mobile at work. But it's hard. He he attach. You can attach your Xbox controller to it. And that's a pain. But that's a pain in the ass. It works for him each time. He sits there with his fucking controller and just plays COD Mobile on his controller. That's hilarious. Um, and, but I think of, um, I remember back in a, a, a few years back, I tried to play a Mortal Kombat game and it had the little analog stick on the screen and a, and a couple of the buttons. It just, it felt wrong and it didn't work the same because it was still, it was still your screen. You couldn't feel the controls. It, it was different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just felt wrong. Dude, I'm not a fo- I'm not much. Of, I'm honestly not much of a phone gamer, but I know how many badass phone games there are. The only phone game I truly play is uh, Contest of Champions, the Marvel game. Yeah, and it's it's fun, but in all reality, it would be way better if you had, you know, actual controls for it, and you just have to tap the screen in different areas or a different amount of times. I hate to change the subject on you, but look at this: 144 hertz gaming display. Magnificent 6.92 inch AMOLED 24 by 60 by 2460 by 1080 HDR gaming display features ultra fast 144 hertz refresh rate and remarkable 720 hertz touch sampling reaction speeds, so gamers don't miss moment to shine. AI powered PixelWorks i6 processor provides premium visual experience with ultra vivid imagery, richer cools, a richer color. Richer colors and sharper detail. We've been dealing with the Army reading all night. Raising the bar for visually immersive gaming and multimedia. Built for ultra-efficient, i6 chip adds power features such as AI display processing, allows on HDR, AI picture quality engine, auto-adaptive display, skin tone accuracy, and dark noise suppression. Flicker-free DC dimming and ultra-smooth brightness. Dude, look. I see this feature being an issue. Dual batteries. With 90 watt fast charging dual USB C ports. So, this thing, you have to charge both batteries. So, if you want to keep this thing powered up as you play it, depending on how much battery life it eats, you need to have two fucking chargers hooked into this phone. It's got a port on the side and a port on the bottom. I That's see insane. that being, I see a, that being an issue. I think they'll, I mean, it's, it's being developed right now, but they'll improve it. But either way. Like that's a fucking phenomenal phone. All right, so I want. It's gotta be have a. It's gotta have a badass battery because you know that shit's gonna drain the shit out of your battery. So it's a ninety watt fast charging. So combined, dual batteries combined provide fifty five hundred megahertz of total power to extend gameplay and video calls. Each. 2,750 megahertz batteries positioned on either side of the central processing hardware. Use ultra-fast double charging for 17 minutes for a quick boost up to 4,500 megahertz via dual side-mounted 90-watt chargers, USB-C, type, USB-C ports. A full charge just takes 30 minutes. 
This advanced level of lightning speed, refueling, and charge battery capacity lets you turn on your phone and game with peace of mind and leaves those smartphones just offering 4,500 megahertz with 120 watt in the dust. So this is a beefed up battery. Oh, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you have to. You yeah, have to have it. This, this is basically a PC in your hand. Yes. So That's insane. Here's the pricing of it. Can and you imagine this when we were kids? Oh, dude, fuck. Remember it, having your little fucking Nokia brick phone? Oh my god, yeah. And going to this, you'd be like it'd be like touching space tech. In Europe, the Lenovo Legion phone dual two with sixteen gigabyte, hundred five hundred twelve gigabyte memory option and charging dock included will start at a thousand euros, which is about thirteen hundred bucks. The Lenovo Legion du- phone dual two with twelve gigabyte, two hundred fifty six gigabyte memory option with the additional charging accessory will start at eight hundred euro, which is about a thousand bucks. That's insane. But price, I mean, it makes sense. Pricing available. Well, euro. The price of the euro is about a buck five, or something like but that. But honestly, in reality, it's not that much more than phones are now. Because no, it's not. You, I bought my phone, and overall, it's like eight hundred dollars. All right. Special features: ATA 2.0 advanced tech ar- architecture, octa trigger and uh, console controller like array, with quad ultrasonic shoulder shoulder keys, dual pressure touch buttons, dual. Um, I don't fuck that word. Nearly what, what is it? Let me see. Um, capat, capacitance. Capacitance. That's a T. Capacitance. It? Oh, okay. It looks like an L. Nearly sixteen point eight. Sixteen point eight M possible RGB lighting color combinations. Dual half the dual X. All right. Processor. Qualcomm Snapdragon, eight hundred eighty, eight hundred eighty-eight five G mobile platform five. I don't know what NM means. CPU eight cores crypto six eighty. I don't know. GPU uh, Adreno six sixty at eight hundred forty megahertz. Size of the screen six point nine two inches. Seven hundred twenty hertz touch sampling rate. This is a beast phone. Yeah, it is. It's a fucking nasty phone. That's wild though. Like just to, to me, what truly? Because I mean. We we've seen phones kind of like this before, and you've got phone games, you've got a switch where it's kind of like this. It's got the little controls on it, but to have a phone of this capacity, where it's you, just everything that we have. Think of like your your Note or your iPhone. Everything that it's got, this, we this turn it to leaves the side. that shit in the dust. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, you turn it to the side, and you've already got your you got your bumpers on there. You you can play legitimate fucking games on there and not have to add anything. You've got the little, you've got the triggers. It's there. I almost want to get this phone now. That's like, that's insane. I'm almost sold already. But it only seems like you can only get it in Europe. That's probably where they're starting it. A lot of things honestly start in Europe. I know. Because there's less. Fashion trends especially. Well, there's less laws. Like music people will start over there too. Because of the, the the fucking stupid music and copyright laws here. Trust me, I know. Where in Europe, you make money off of radio plays. In America, you don't. No, I know you don't. Same with Spotify. That's why a lot of artists hate. Like, they'll do Spotify to get their shit out there, and they bank on shows and stuff. Spotify plays. Sturgill Simpson talked about this. Spotify plays. You know how much artists make off of one Spotify play. It's like it's less than a penny. It's fractions of a cent. Mm-hmm. So these millions of plays that you see that they get, 
They don't. Ten, they don't really get much. It's about a couple hundred thousand dollars, maybe, maybe, for just those plays. And it, it's like, oh no, it was Wheeler Walker Jr. that was talking about Spotify, not Sturgill Simpson. To me, I think Wheeler Walker always talks about how he fucking hates Spotify because Spotify makes all the money and doesn't pay the artists. True, but if you if you really look at it though, a lot more artists are getting paid than what they were back in the day because there is more discoverability. Yeah. But also with more discoverability comes um it's it's a lot more it's Less, a lot it's a lot harder to make money off of it because yeah. of the discoverability. And more and more uh so that distribution is spread out more too. Yeah, so everybody's got a chance to fucking put their I could put anything on Spotify right now if I wanted to. I do do you actually make anything off of this? No. I think so. I don't that's why I've been trying to get sponsors to maybe make something off of it so that I can upgrade equipment, upgrade his podcast. Like my buddy, I have a buddy that started his own podcast with his buddies, pretty much doing the same thing we're doing right now. Now he has his own podcast where he interviews like big people and he has his own studio. See, I think I, I'm telling you if we did this. But he also knows how to fucking market it. If Well, that. But if we did this and streamed it. Like you have both. I've options. actually so like, it's funny you say that because I've actually been looking into figuring that out recently with getting these booms. Mm-hmm. I've been also looking into how could I stream this and not make it look stupid. Because it'd be both. Because you'd be able to record it like this, but also like have it on Twitch or whatever the fuck you wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, we would have to have one camera looking at us at all times. Well, no, that's what I mean. But it would be the same thing. Because you would still have this, and you'd still be able to post it like on Mondays or whatever, and when it goes live, but you, but we would have the live stream as well, right? And then the, that VOD or what, however you want to call it, the YouTube video, etc. I would, I would put it on YouTube. I would stream it, and then save the VOD and put it on YouTube. That's fair because the quality doesn't really matter, honestly. No, because so what I would do because obviously I'm not breaking the terms of service because I'm streaming it there on Twitch first and then posting on YouTube later. Twenty four hours later. Yeah, it wouldn't be more than 24 hours later. It'd be like two days later. Yeah, whatever. So, um, but yeah. So tell, let's let's go over your host story. Oh, yeah, my host story? Oh, because yeah, so guess what? Uh, We're already at three hours and 10 minutes. <laughs> I got gorgeous eyes, right? All right. So a lot of, I'm, I'm not going to lie, a lot of my so stories. So she said this to you. Yeah, she did. So <laughs> a lot of my stories come from San Diego. So me and my best friend, Gonzo, we were having a party at his apartment. We lived in these badass apartments on base like they had a pool and everything we had our own shit so we're having uh pretty much a an enlisted party people just came from there people meet up go back to their rooms and fuck so i'm just chilling at this place and this i i used to be into well i guess technically i still am but i, I used to be into like really mixed chicks or black girls where technically my girl now is mixed so still still applies she comes up to me and she legitimately just says, "You have really gorgeous eyes." Walks the fuck away, and I'm like, "You're you're not slick." Nobody just walks up to you and says, "You have really gorgeous eyes," and expects you to just go about your fucking night and take the compliment and be like, "All right, thanks." See, here's where I, you and I differ. <laughs> Someone tells me that shit, I'm like, "Thanks." No, no, no. And I do go about that's, my day. No, that's psychology right there. Because women do that shit, and I'm like, I know damn well. You know how well. many people have told me I have gorgeous eyes? 
None. <laughs> this is honestly none. This, this and you know what's fucked time. up? I have green hazel eyes. In this sense, this is the only time this has ever happened. I know. But she okay. legitimately walked up and she says that and she just she kind of just walks away. I'm like, okay, I see what's happening here. So for the honestly the rest of the night, she was trying to get my attention, but she was actually she was honestly pretty good about it. She was very good. About getting your attention? No, no, no. Uh, uh, if it were anybody else, her subtleness would have would have uh been effective. But like it was me and I noticed the subtleness, so I played it to my advantage. Okay. So I like I knew she was trying to be subtle, so I would kind of play into it, but also not play into it, which got her to try a little bit. Harder. Got, okay, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you, you were you, you saw her subtleness, and you and most people would just be like would notice her subtleness, but because you knew what she was doing, yeah, so the you, cat and mouse you, game you, essentially. You made it to where she tried harder. Yeah, got you. Um, so essentially, we ended up fucking that night, but in reality. If you have, if you were to ever ask her, because she she always said it, she's like, we didn't we didn't fuck on the first date, all right. I'm like, okay, just because it passed midnight doesn't make it not the first day, all right. Facts. <laughs> like, That's a fact. Because we ended up like the party actually ended up pretty early because everyone got fucking hammered. See, it, it, how many hours have passed since you for this first of that she said this into when you were. In her vagina. It was less than four hours. Exactly. So it was the first day. Yes. But the party started at like 10, 9, 10 If this was more than 24 hours later that you all fucked, exactly. then yes, it wouldn't have been the first day. I would have even accepted if it were the next morning, afternoon. Like if I'd gone to sleep, I'd have given- You don't yeah. count the next day until yeah. you wake up? And so I don't count the next day until I wake up. If I'd have counted the next, if I'd have been, we had gone, sli- gone to sleep, woken up, I'd have been like, all right, cool. I'll count this as the next day. Now, this was four hours later, and we was out there fucking. Now, same girl. We we never dated. We were legitimately fuck buddies. We just clicked pretty well. I've never had a fuck buddy. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's the only, honestly one of the only ones that is ended up that ended up like this. I say has. That sounds terrible. That ended up like this. And now. I was never in a relationship. I was in one relationship in, in San Diego. And it was like towards the end of my time there. So during this time, I was never in a relationship. I legit, I was like, I'm, we're not together. <laughs> if any of them ever asked, I was like, we're not a thing. <laughs> so she was in a relationship. I didn't care. I was like, I'm trying to fuck. If she fucks me, that's not my fault. They weren't married. I don't care. I was also like 21, so I was a shittier person back then. Yeah. So I didn't care. I was like, if she makes that decision, that's her decision. It sucks for him. But it is what it is. But it, yeah. it was what it was. So she had she invited me over. I knew she was in a relationship. I'm like, she's doing this on her own accord. Went over and fucked her. She had this stuffed banana, and like this big-ass stuffed banana that she got at a like car he got her at like a carnival that they went to on a date or whatever so i literally took a sharpie wrote fucked her on this date on the banana and set it back in the room just you know that's just me because i knew he was gonna see the banana yeah, I was legitimately being an asshole for a reason. 
just to be an asshole. Because I knew I was like, she was the asshole first, technically. I was just making the dude aware of it. I was doing him a service at that time. I was like, yo. I may have fucked your girl, yeah, but I was doing you a favor. No, 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 no. So think of it like, in reality, if I hadn't have done that, she was never going to fucking tell him. No. No, she would not have. So he's going to find out. So I'm like, bro, it happened, but this is my way of saying, leave. Get, get out before you get attached. And actually, I ended up writing it on... They had a... I just said, what a very weird way of t- conveying this message. I know, right? Why a banana? It was just in the room. And because he had gotten it for her. It was almost... <laughs> okay. So it was like my way of letting him know, but it was also like my trophy. Wow. All right. <laughs> in a sense, in a sense cause I was like, yeah, she still wanted to fuck me because you weren't doing it, bro. I, was, I remember, I was young. I had ridiculously high confidence. And we ended up, me and Gonzo were there. We were drinking that night. She had a beer pong table. And like, a lot of her friends would write on it. They would, like, write funny stuff or write little notes or something and everything. You know, those little white card tables. Yep. People Sharpie on there. I legitimately put in words in the middle of the fucking table, not where it was covered up by anything. I put, I fucked in this, like, I put her name. In this house, on this date, and we kept playing. Wait, you wrote it while they were all there? Yeah. And no one said shit? No, no, she was, everyone else was there. Her friends thought it was hilarious. She has terrible friends. Clearly. <laughs> clearly she yeah, does. She had terrible friends. I mean, every, every this was a hoe house. We were in a hoe house, all right? We were all fucking hoes, if you think about it. Yeah, apparently. Like, we're just a bunch of hoes. Like, Gonzo got laid that night. That girl was a fucking bitch. Good in bed, apparently, but, like, fuck that. Fuck that hoe. He did, but... You see, <laughs> this is why we have Doc's hoe sessions, because I have crazy-ass stories like this. I need a hoe face. <laughs> I, I, can be your, I can be your wing, man. I don't know how why I don't. Uh, do I just have no confidence? No. Well, I'm not gonna say you're the most confident person, but I just think you you don't you've been out of the game for so long. I don't know how to do it. In a sense, yeah, because I mean it's it's evidenced by when you when you had that uh, that Snapchat chick, and I had sent you exactly what to say, and you're like, I don't know how that worked. This doesn't make any sense to me. No, because it doesn't. But I knew I was like, this will work. I still, guarantee you. It still doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so, it I explains why you. none of my conversations with any of these women since it's it's a have science. Worked. It really is a science. Like there's there's one the conversation's been going great. We were talking about Lord of the Rings, how she wanted to learn Elvish. It's like I because we were at, I asked her I'm like what is the one thing that you get? like she was asking me and the conversation went for a long fucking time. Because her thing was like let's make sure we're on the same page about Han shooting first. Han Solo shot first in Star Wars. Don't care what any of you motherfuckers say. He did. <laughs> she, so I said he did 100%. And she said, heck yeah, you get it. Cool, get cool glasses and stuff. So I'm going to guess that your life... Then she followed up with a question saying, I'm going to guess that your lie is speaking multiple languages. Because I said two truths and a lie. One was I played in Nashville. Played music in Nashville. I used to jump out of planes for a living. And I speak three languages. And I said, yeah, you know. And she's like, last pick gave it away for me over the plane jumping. 
I'm like, well, it wasn't really jumping from the plane. I was just on the ground and the plane was flying over my head. But, but she explained, like, here's the thing. She's apparently not that into Star Wars, but she knows enough to say the original cut shows Han shooting first, but George Lucas edited it in the re-edit. Or she Googled it. To make it unclear because people wanted Han to be the good guy. That's a very good answer. And that's just not his, not his character. You think it's so? Too, it's too specific. If she's not a fan, it's too specific. And I said, no, he's the neutral guy, neither good nor bad is on his way, things, but that's just how, that's just how, that's Han Solo, that's the character. And she's like, exactly, couldn't have said it better myself. I said, like, what do you think about the new movies? Would, would and she's like, I only saw The Force Awakens. So like, I need to see the solo movie, though. I'm not particularly interested in any of the other ones personally. And I thought to myself, I'm like, that's weird. If she's not a fan, like a major nerd. And then I asked her about The Mandalorian. She's like, I've been wanting to see it. She's like, I haven't seen it because I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to keep having subscriptions for Disney+. Plus. And I told her, I'm like, hey, there's this website that you can watch all this shit for free. And you don't have to have all these subscriptions. So um, then we started talking about Marvel. And she, then she said, I'm not a really big fan of superheroes. She's like, who? She's like, she's like, I never really got into them and stuff. And I told her, like, you know, I've always been into them as a kid. I said it was more of the writing. Where did her interests come up in this? Hers? Mm-hmm. They eventually come in. Like, I, she, I asked her how she felt about Marvel. And then she asked me, she's like, what are your favorite superheroes? Like, like I said, well, it'd be Marvel, DC, and, and well, Star Wars. And I mean, um, in a in a generic question, not a specific question. You mean, when do I bring this up to her? When do you, do you bring up what she's interested in? Right after the Marvel thing. I said, what are you, like, wh-, I said, is there anything about, I said, what is the nerdiest thing that you're into? And she's like, Lord of the Rings, 100%. And then she explained how, like, in high school she, you know, was trying to... She tried to make... To promote a curriculum to learn Elvish as a language for a foreign language. And I was like... And I was like, I can respect the hell out of that. Like... She's she's the one that's like, Dobby has no master. No. And then uh, she... What? That's Harry Potter, bro. It is. You're thinking of Gollum. I am. My precious. I am. I messed the two of them up. Because they're pretty much the same. So then, like, I, I asked her about that, and she was talking about Elvis, and she was like, she's just The nerd it. inside of me is like, I'm disappointed in myself. You, dude, I know. Um, But, like, we were talking about the nerdy shit, and, and you know, she's saying she just kind of lost passion. I said, did you end up ever learning it? And she said, no, unfortunately, I lost all of my drive for it. I'm like, you could not. I said, nowadays would be the perfect time. And I said, now that you're an adult, like, perfect time. So, Are you still talking to this girl? Uh, the conversation ended earlier today. The fine ended. She uh, asked what well, we were talking about. Like, you know, I said, like, yeah, it'd be a perfect time to learn Elvish now. Like, you could, like, confuse a tourist. If someone's, if you just don't want to talk to somebody or if you just, <laughs> you know, you want to fucking. I said, if you want to, like, if someone, you want to bitch somebody out because they're, like, they cut you off or something like that, just do it in Elvish. And then they freak them out. She's like, I want people to leave me alone, speak Elvis. I'm like, 100%. And then she asked me, and then we got to talking about, like, the last year or something like that. She's talking about, we were talking about goals and stuff. Oh, she said she lost her all her drive. She just really doesn't have a drive to even, like, want to learn it. And I was like, I understand that. So the last year kind of sucked the drive out of everybody. She's like, that's putting it nicely. And I'm like, yeah, 
2020 could eat a bag of dicks. She's like, there you go. And, uh, and then, um, you know, we got to discuss, she asked me like, you know, like what all, how did 2020 affect you? And I was like, well, you know, like kind of got, got held back in my career and everything. And she asked me what my goals were. She's like, so what, what, like, you know, what are your goals to do better now? And I was like, well, I want to play music again. And then, um, you know, advance my career. I said last year kind of held my career back. And I wanted I wanted to use this year to try to like get back into the saddle with music again and playing shows and doing what I was trying to do for last year and then also advance my career. She said that she she's she's like she told me she's like I really like your goals. And then I the last thing I said was, "What are your goals for?" This? I said I said, "Do you have any goals that you're trying to accomplish for this year?" And that's where the conversation ended. It's because. It's the financial aspect that or is naturally inherent to women. They see as much as they think musician musicians are hot. Oh, I didn't lead I didn't say music was the only thing. I said my career advancement like with my career. I said I currently had to take up a different change a career path temporarily until construction work started up again. And basically what I was saying was that like, I'm just, I'm just trying to get back into the, into the trades. So that way, you know, I said, I, I just took up something right now that it can, you know, give me enough money to, uh, to hold me over until I go back into the trade. And then my other goal, which is more of like a hobby goal that is like an, an ambition of mine would be to pursue music and actually take the stage again and stuff like that. And she said, she really likes my goals. And I said, so thank you. So what goals are you working towards this year? And that was the last thing that we said. Then that? again, that was at like noon. Mm. I think I have to get you on like a three way with uh, with me, you, and Gonzo because he he was like he's my best friend, but he's also my my he's the one that I have the tattoo with. Oh shit! Let me go sorry. He's the one that I have the wingman tattoo with because like me and him are so natural that when we talk to women, it just we click so like we just flow. And to this day, he'll tell me he's like. I don't know how you fucking did it to where, like he says, he's like, I don't know how you didn't get caught. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't know how you didn't get it to where I would even, uh, sometimes I would legitimately tell a girl, I'm going to see another girl tonight. And he's like, and you would see that same girl later in the week. Or like the next day, depending. Well, you kept that one hooked. Yeah. And then while you went and talked to another one. Correct. How'd you do that? You you manipulated I'm them. I'm just good. I don't know how to explain. I truly don't know how to explain it. So what? So you're, what you're saying is that you you psychologically manipulated them to wanting to stick around. In a sense, like I told you, I know what women want to hear. I'm very good at that. And. I also didn't divulge my true, like when I told her, like the biggest lie I ever told was like, I'm cool with kids. Yeah. That was honestly the only real lie I ever told was like that I am cool with kids or like I, I may want them one day. That was legitimately everything I ever, I just have a way of saying things that I know how they want to hear them. 
And I also say things that I know that they typically don't want to hear in ways that they're accepting of. Does that make sense? Like a weird honesty level, but that they find, oh, acceptable. And it's, and they're like, oh, it's sweet that you're being honest with me. I don't know. I truly don't know how to. I uh, fucking hate women so watch, much. Watch the movie How to Be a Player. And I swear to God, that was oh, oh, very close Here's the to thing. me. Here's the thing. Doing that kind of shit, it doesn't, it doesn't fit me. It's not my personality to be a person like that. I wasn't trying to be a person well, that's like that. A, even still, like the whole thing is I've always been friend zone. I'm always the nice guy. That's been my issue my whole life. I'm... Ste- nice you know, do you know that Stephanie? You, you have to do it a certain way. F- Stephanie friend zoned me for a long time before me and her ever dated, and the only reason why that we started dating was I actually got her to dump the guy that she was with to be with me. I don't believe in the friend zone. I don't either. I think it's bullshit. I think it's just the girl's way of trying to let it you down easy. I think it's the guy's way of putting himself in a particular area. That he he can get out of it. The only reason why I got out of it was because, like, here's here's what here's the big change that actually got me slick enough to get Stephanie to start dating me. I had just gotten out of AIT, and I was going through airborne school. My confidence was at a level that it's never been and hasn't been since. I had just been indoctrinated into the military because that's exactly what it is. It's indoctrination, and you can't say otherwise. Boot. But I had come out of the military with like a level of confidence that was just like, yeah, I do that. Fuck yeah. And I admit I was I had that state of mind, but it was a level of confidence where it wasn't too arrogant. We're like, I sir, I'm a fucking hero. Like, and it wasn't like that, like the typical boot shit. Mine was just more like, I'm better than that guy. And I know I'm better than that guy. That's what I'm talking about. But it's gone now. And you know why it's gone now? Fake it till you make it, bro. Yeah. It, okay, so at first when she left, I was like, like Tony said something. He's like, dude, you were a fucking paratrooper in one of the most elite airborne u- units in the that's, entire. That's not going to help. Let me tell you something. It did help for a bit. For a bit, yeah. It went away because like, I kept, I'm by myself. I don't have my bros around me to fucking keep hyping me up like that. That's the only difference. When in the army, when I was in the army, my confidence was still at an all-time high because I was around other guys that had confidence at an all-time high because we were all fucking confident that we were better than everybody. It's a, but I see that I I'm different in the sense that the true confidence to me is legitimately within myself. Mine's not. It was. It can be, and it, sh- it should be eventually. And it can, you can still get to that point. When I true, I think it was after let's say honestly in high school I'm gonna say and especially once I joined the Navy and became like you know psych I don't care about other people's opinions like say like someone wants to leave me because they're not interested okay that doesn't mean that anything is defective for me you're not interested got it yeah, but they weren't. They left you because they weren't interested. That's but fine. at one point, they were interested. Like for my case, she was interested. Yeah, for I mean, a long I'm time. interested in a lot of and things, now, and, and now lose interest too. And it's just like now she's no longer interested. It's just like what the fuck changed? Like I have like what happened? In a sense, I also get that too because I mean, I'll 
I'll be interested in a game. And then I'll and I don't want to play it anymore. After I'm long. not a game. I get that. But I'm analogizing it. Do you think my love's a game? It can be. <laughs> but it's it's the it's the human psyche. You we naturally lose interest in reality. People that stay married for like 90 plus fucking years it's scientifically proven and shown on brain scans that long-term love it's it's not that it goes away it can still be there it processes differently in the brain see i don't feel that monogamy is not natural so why does it feel different for me than that because i hear all that shit all the time but then i notice that it's just like well, my feelings for her never changed in the nine years that we were together. And like, I never thought about it somebody else. I never thought I never lost interest. I never, you know, even though like it showed that I lost interest, but it wasn't that I did. It was more of like, I was going through shit myself to the point where I couldn't show the interest like I normally would. So I see this, I think we've talked so about like, this a little bit before. So um. it wasn't, I didn't lose interest. I never thought of anybody else. I always saw her the same way, even though when she was fat as fuck, she, I, she, I still looked at her the same way I always did. I didn't see her any differently. I didn't feel any different about her. We've talked about this a little bit in the sense of the the knees being met part to a certain extent as far as but even time frame. St- even still, like, with the needs being met part, but the point is I'm trying to get at is that, like... But also, I mean, naturality, too. Every person is different as far as the length of how long it's effective. If you were still getting those moments to where... It was almost like like new love, essentially, like lustfulness or that be- those beginning stages of love can last different time periods for everybody. But so it just lasts less, longer for me? Yeah, essentially. I, I hate that so much. Like, it's just like, why do I still feel the same? Why, what the fuck? That's, that's I, but I mean, I I, to, because of the one, it's the gaming podcast that we're nerds, I will always probably bring it back to a game to where... Like, take myself. I'm obsessed with COD all the time. Like, all I play is COD for the most part. I fucking hate it, but I still play it all the time. See, yeah. But, like, now I'm like, I'm over it. I'm just done. I For me, like, I never was interested in COD. I was only interested in it because it was fun for a bit, and I enjoyed playing it, and then it started doing stupid shit to where I'm just like, I don't like playing this anymore because of the stupid shit. And that's like when you're testing you know what, the relationship you know what field. Two games, you know what two games I always go back to, though? Battlefield 4 and Destiny 2. Destiny and Battlefield are the two that I always go back to. So like COD is like when you're you're dating, you're like, oh, I like, I like this girl. And then you're like, no, I don't, I don't anymore. No. It's, I don't want to play I with you anymore. I don't want to. This isn't working out. Yeah. Or vice versa. And then you look at the the other girl and you're like, man, she was awesome. And you keep going back. Like you there's those people that always end up back with each other. It's like it never fails. You're like everyone's fucking convinced that me and her are going to get back he's together. Going back to this bitch. Like you always got that friend that goes back to that chick. Yeah. I and know. you're like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. People are convinced that I'm going to get back together with Stephanie. I'm like, I don't think we are. I'll stab you. Like I don't think we are, mostly because I know that I don't think me and her are on the same page with how we feel about each other. Where's your M4? My AR-15? Same thing. Should be over there on the wall. I'll shoot you with it. Not if I get you get there first. 
and shoot myself with it. <laughs> as you as you should at that moment. If that happens, I'll be like, just, nah, put, man. just do it yourself. I don't understand why people shoot themselves with rifles. It's so much work. Like the reaching and all the fucking effort you got to put into to actually fucking get the angle How right. Sh- we have fucking T-Rex arms? Not even that, dude. It's just like, I knew a guy, I heard of a guy that shot himself in the head with a fucking 240. I mean, he, that's effort. He had to use a effort. fucking clean, he had to use a cleaning rod to pull the trigger. He like leaned his forehead up against it and used the cleaning rod to hit the fucking trigger. To be fair, I'll shit. I'll give it to him. He truly wanted to die. Yeah, yeah, he did. He and he even told people, "If I get called in this fucking arms room on my day off, I'm gonna fucking kill myself in it." And he did. He did just that. And as someone in the mental health field, the, we we may. But I've you, come to the term that we delay people of suicide. But if somebody legitimately truly wants to die they're going to find a here's way. oh yeah absolutely here's the thing that kind of shit that he said and this wasn't my this is not i can't really take credit for the story because this is a story told by my lieutenant of a f- guy in his old hey unit. we got regiment stories let's go he <laughs> he was like yeah dude fucking blew his brains out in the arms room because he he said and it was one of those things where it's like, dude, if they fucking call me in to do to duty on a Saturday, and tell me like the morning of, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. One of those things where it's just like, you don't really mean you're going to kill yourself. It's just an exaggerated statement that people make to exaggerate the fact that they hate the fact they got to do it. Yes. Kind of like like when I'm playing on fucking Call of Duty, I'm like, I swear to God, if I get killed in the first 30 seconds of this next match, I'm going to fucking blow my brains out on stream. I don't really mean that I'm going to do that because I'm not going to do that. It's just a figure of speech. Like, it's of my frustration. You still owe me push-ups. I no, think. I don't. I did them. Debatable. Continue. Anyway, so um, they he said that so much, where like like everybody else did. Nobody really took that seriously because it was such a fucking exa- like a fucking extreme thing to say. Like if they fucking call me, it wasn't like thinking like one of those where you could definitely tell someone's considering suicide. But it was one of those things where it's just like most of the time, the people legitimately do suicide. You can never tell. No, you can't. You, like you would never notice. Like, like you would never know. Like they, like they were just, they just. That's why it takes when people actually do it. It throws them off. Throws everyone off. And it's very rare when someone that really wants to kill it, that does it and has been saying that they want to do it actually does it. True. So, like, I've been, some people have, have been worried about me. They're like, dude, I'm worried you're going to do something. I'm like, trust me, if I was going to, I already would have. That thought had crossed my mind, but I have too much un- unfinished business with life. That's the only thing that keeps me going. Is like, there's so many things that I still have yet to do. Too much pussy unfucked. Not even just that. So many goals that I haven't achieved that, like, I can't check out yet. I got way too much shit still that I still need to do with my life. Like, music. It's like, making it successful in life. That checking out would just be, like, quitting before I'm fucking there. In my opinion. For me. But, yeah. So, anyway. Um, hashtag the party's still going. Huh? I said hashtag the party's still going. Yeah. The party still goes. We were gonna ride this bitch till the wheels fall off, or until I fucking throw it in the ditch. One of the two. It's just the fucking shitty part of the party. Yeah. But yeah, most guys that kill themselves are guys that you 
would never have thought. That's why they're always harping like fucking get to know your person, get to know your battle buddy or whatever the fuck. So to like know shipmates. Yeah, it's just I'm one of those things where disappointed like, in myself for saying that. Yeah, fucking. All right, we gotta stop. We're going at almost an hour for three three hours and forty minutes. What's our longest time? Is this our longest one? Yep. Yeah, we're just setting new records every fucking podcast. <sighs> I didn't want this. It's actually not true. Last I one, I specifically remember us stating we're like, yeah, we're ending it before like three and a half hours. Yeah, dude. This I is think at this point we should just honestly expect it because it just literally. It I just, don't want it to be this long. I, so I don't I always I don't, have to fucking so, work the next day. So I know that it's just it's becoming natural for us. We look at the time, we're like, well, here we are. Yeah, I mean, I don't want it to be this long because I have to work the next day after what she said every single time. Normally when me and the boys would record these, they wouldn't be that long. They'd be like three Well, yeah, out. because of the banter between the two of you is like once the gaming news or discussion is over, they're like, okay. No, I, mean, I don't know how to else we to used Because we recorded them at Van's house and his wife and kid are there. Even still, there, there's been some other ones where I'm just like, you can tell that the conversation is clearly just, if it's not on the games, there's nothing there. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. But the thing is, it's like I like I said, I don't, I don't want you to think also, I'm hating on your friends. We, I know, I don't. I, I get, I get exactly what you're saying. But the other thing is, like, we would do them on a Friday, and I didn't work the next day, so I was completely fine. We would often start them late. We would start them at like seven, eight o'clock at night. So by the time I, of the, I end, mean, we pretty much did, almost, almost. But like when I was there, it would not be uncommon for me to be done with an episode at midnight. Sometimes mm. one in the morning, depending on how late we started, because we've been trying to get everything going. We've been fucking off for like the first hour, trying to get everything set up, and then because um, I would bring my shit in a backpack, and <laughs> I'd be there at seven o'clock setting everything up. It would take me about a half hour to set everything up, get an audio check, make sure everything's ready. Then we finally get started. Another twenty minutes later, it'd be just be like twenty minutes of just fucking bullshitting before we even started. Yep. Yep. So that's what it sounds like. So it was just From like what I've heard, anyways. That we just so we started the episodes late as fuck, and we get done late as fuck. That's why we they're not that long. That's why I'm like I don't want these to be so long. I want to start them early, but I only started a little bit later today because I was streaming. To be fair, I I don't think people dis disenjoy it. Like no, Gator, I don't think like Gator I, Timber, I haven't. He's like I I love this is hilarious. I haven't heard a single person say that they're too long. I think it's because it's it's natural. It's natural flow. Yeah, it's a good flow. You can tell that it's not. Uh, Speaking of flow, dude, I have to poop. <laughs> that's not a flow. That's. That's. I need to empty my butt. Uh, okay. All right. We're just. We should probably just end. Yeah, we got. We <laughs> gotta stop. We gotta stop because. Uh, yeah. Have a good Monday, guys. Um, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, this week we'll give more topics or better topics, I should say. So, um, but yeah, with that, guys, I'm Brock. Get a oorah. <sighs> Eat every fucking week. <laughs> every fucking week. I'll catch you later, guys.